art in it. I don't get it. Because you don't see color. It isn't that. I know. No, I, I, I actually see it all over the place. It's but it's just it's just not. So what? So someone's different than you. So they oh they commit more crime or whatever. It's just like okay, well they're just dealing with their own lives. They're a fucking human being. How do you not see that? How do you not connect on that base level? It's and I don't think I got. All right, we're live now, so you're coming in hot live. <laughs> Welcome to the pre-show. It's no, getting political. What, this I'm, is what happens when the Minnesota Vikings win, by the way. Oh, they shouldn't have won. <laughs> Crow starts talking about white nationalism <laughs> and all that shit. His team won. Yeah, I'm actually. This is the truth. I haven't felt this way in a long time. I'm actually upset that they won. I'm more angry that they won than they lost. Because they're such a ridiculous franchise. The ways that they invent to lose. I don't know what the fuck happened. You know, what happened with them? I know it's only a game. It's the fifth game of a season. But you can see the fissures in the team. You see their weaknesses. And they aren't really being... Cousins is actually playing okay. But still, he's not an inspirational figure. They don't play hard. I feel like, I don't know. They don't, end, they don't know how to end a game. It's weird. Like they have a rockhead coach and they've taken that person. There's no finesse in them. They don't understand like, no, you run, you kick, you pass. There's no That sounds like a Broadway song. (laughs) No, you (laughs) run, run, you you kick, kick, you you pass. pass. Exactly. It's very mechanical. This is what you do. Like, how about coaching in the game? How about reacting to the circumstances your team is facing right now? No, this is our way. This is our base offense and our base defense, and this is what we do. They're just a bunch of stiffs. I, I really don't like them. I don't like my favorite football team. I, I, I don't like them. <laughs> That's, dude, you were flabbergasting people. Well, I, True Blue welcome in, by the way. Bad, now bad. we're live. We're, get, we're getting... No, but it was bizarre. Like, uh, everyone at the bar was just like, dude, your team won. No, like, no, they, no. They all had the face of just like, <laughs> they won. No, don't you understand? No, but... You you aren't a true fan because you have to realize how bad they were to lose that lead. Like all the different things that conspire. Only the Detroit Lions would have lost that game because the Detroit Lions are a damned franchise. That but the Detroit, Detroit Lions should have won that game. They 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 should have won that game. The Vikings fucking choked on it and, yeah. they, and they jumped on that opportunity the well, lions did i feel like we're all both warmed up enough we got the end of the bears game we're gonna do we're gonna actually watch la brea we got tv league we got tv history sure all queued up ready to go yeah. uh welcome into the show everybody we're gonna have fun from atlanta we're storming the capital it's a revolution Color I see that you maintain the status December 7th, 
Yeah, that's what happened. Uh, <laughs> Bears up 17 to 9. Welcome to Keith Pazel's podcast. You know what we do. I'm here. We're going to watch TV, talk about the world through what is on television. You're here for it. I'm here with Crocious. Yes. It's, uh, you know, again, the song took me to a place. I was dealing with my issues during that song. That was more of an introspective uh, moment of hearing the song. As opposed to what's going on in the world, I was looking inward, not outward. Well, that's good. <laughs> That's a exactly. that's a that's a a character building moment there. Oh yeah, well it's always been there, you know. But uh, <laughs> so oh, yeah, what happened? Oh, they're showing past comebacks. They're past yeah. Raider comebacks. Yeah, they can do it again. That's right. Just give us another rat pellet NFL, the no fun league. Throw the ball, car. Do something. Make a decision. Well, Gruden's old school West Coast, kind of that outside yeah. pass shit. Yeah, he is. He's still yeah. The West, I remember when the West Coast offense, they still were rolling that out like 10 years ago. Ooh, it's the West Coast offense. Like, it's new. The West Coast was like, you know, I think of the Niners in the early 80s, but it was even before that. The Vikings were West Coast. But now they spread. So it, 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 the game looks different than what I'm used to. It's definitely, a, I'm realizing that I'm an aging person when I watch the game now. I'm not the, you know. Does it make you, does that not make you happy? Are you accepting that? A lot of people don't accept that. Oh, no, no. I like to think I'm accepting it, but maybe my behavior says something different. I, <laughs> I do think, like we said at the pre-show, I think people get jarred by your aggressive fandom. Where, like how we said, like, dude, your team won. <laughs> Even last year when I was upset with the Bears, all my friends were like, dude, they made the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you do have to sometimes be like, yeah, I guess. No, no, but you, you don't. don't do no, that. No, because, because you have to assess your team by a championship standard. And it has to have very high standards. Yeah, I was going to say and they so, fall started. And, and if you don't, if, if you don't, you know, I can see through them. Most teams are not championship caliber. Okay. And the Vikings are certainly not one of them, you know. So, and you just see like, what certain teams that become better through the season, you can see how they improve. Vikings are flawed and, and they're not going to get better. So, that's why I'm upset because if they would have lost this game, I would have quit watching them, and then, and then that would have been a very healthy thing. So for that me. would have been the season would have been done for. It you. would have been done absolutely. <clears throat> yeah, season was done. The, the season would have been done this week had they lost, and they should have lost. And they tried to lose that game. Uh, it was pretty amazing. I mean, they had, they, a lot of things went wrong. You have to admit it. A lot of the things that had to go wrong to lose a game happened to them. Well, you were watching enough. To oh know. yeah. I mean, it was like no. It was a game between two bad teams for sure. I'm not denying that. That's true because they're not a good team, so that's why uh, it forces me to pay attention still. Because <laughs> uh, in my mind, I'm like, oh yeah, they'll go and beat Carolina on the road. No, they won't because they're not a good team. You have to be able to beat bad or mediocre teams on the road. You got to win a road game now and again. They don't have mental toughness to win on the road, which is pretty weak. If you can't win a couple games on the road, got a you're, commercial you're here. You know, so uh, so, so yeah, yeah, we're welcome about the to the show. Vikings we got the intro. Line. Me and Croce yes. just went to a bar. For people, <clears throat> well, no one's watching right now. We can just wander. Yeah. That was, uh, we went to a Chicago bar. Exactly. Owned by a real Chicago alcoholic. Yep. Who uh, moved here in uh, 1999, a guy named Brian Trainum. You can tell the LA-ness, though, because eventually they did have to crack the door open to let people, to let, like, light in. A real Chicago bar would have just left it dank and dark. Yeah, yeah. They did. They, they opened up. Because, yeah, it was it was truly dark, which is like, well, that, that's what's cool. You want to just get it. I, I want to be in the dark for a while. You know, it's like I just want to, I don't know, you want to hide in there. <laughs> don't let anyone see who you yeah. really are. <laughs> we want a dark bar where from the rooftops you shout. 
Yeah, no, that would not go over well. Yeah, I was uh, I was watching the game. Went there at ten o'clock. Watched it pillar to post. Vikings uh, were were up, uh, but they were you know Detroit was moving the ball very well, but kept shooting themselves in the foot. There was an interception that Kendricks made that was a big big play because Detroit was going to win that game. Detroit's better than them. Detroit's better than the Vikings. <laughs> That's the truth. An own five team is better than the Minnesota Vikings. That was at home. That they, they they frittered it away. I understand on the road if that happens. When you're that's at home, a good phrase, frittered away. You know, because they were up sixteen to six. You know, late in the fourth quarter, maybe six minutes left, missed a thir- uh, uh, field goal that you thought they made, and then Detroit got the ball back, went down for a field goal. Then the Vikings got the ball for the field goal, and their moron running back tried to gain an extra yard when it was third and seven. <laughs> And he was tackled at the line of scrimmage. Let me paint the picture. He's getting more angry, but Croso, yeah. this happens in the bar. And uh, uh, and Croce just goes, oh, yeah, don't try and win the game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, yeah, dude, don't try. But at the same time, don't don't just take a knee and let the clock go. Let the I'm pissed off because I always feel like, you know, no, pass the ball once down that and, that. and that situation, which probably makes me a moron fan. They try to run it out and then he tries to run it out for an extra yard. Just go to the go to the ground and you take 30 <laughs> seconds off the clock and then you punt it. No, he tries getting an extra yard, which meant nothing, which meant absolutely nothing. And he got the ball stripped away and the Lions recovered the fumble at the Viking 20 and scored a touchdown two plays later because the Vikings were stunned and then went for the two-point conversion, a team with balls trying to win a game. I give him credit and actually converted and there was uh, 27 seconds left and the Vikings actually went down and got in field goal range and they kicked the field goal to win the game. And I'm upset about that. I'm upset they won the game because because uh, they're such a bad football team. Now, that's British fandom, right? That's like British soccer shit right there. <laughs> well, it's because you know that they're not good. You have to assess things by a championship standard. Oh, they can get better through time. No, they can't. No, they can't. This team is not good. <clears throat> Look at that facial hair. Fa- that is an old grown man right there. Absolutely. It looks like Theonius Monk. Oh, are they? Uh, They're about to win this shit. That we they wanna, are. Yeah, I don't know if I could, because we're streaming, I don't know how much sound I could acquire here. The Bears are going to win this game. I give them credit, man. They came on the road. They came on the road and, and, and won a game. That, a team that had to win a game, and they beat them. I give them credit. I give the Bears credit. Their defense, they know that because their offense is kind of shitty, they, their defense has to show up for a while. they got to win some games with defense, and they have a, the capacity to do that. There's a good silver lining in this story with the Bears winning. Because I don't think the Bears are very good, but this shows improvement to me. They know what they are. They're figuring out an identity. They can develop. They, yeah, they're going to develop fields. Well, but also, no. But they also realize we got to win with defense. You can actually still do that. You know, they, they played a pretty good defensive game, I thought. <laughs> Look at that. Look at what we got tonight. The Equalizer. Oh, 60 NCIS minutes. NCIS Los Angeles. No, we're talking. Don't denigrate the TV league. <laughs> The 60 minutes. 60 minutes is not on the TV. It, it is. It is old. I mean, it was old like 25 years ago. <laughs> it's been so old for so long. The fact that it's still around is amazing. You know, ooh, we're going to watch a heavy hitting TV journalist. Yeah, it was heavy hitting in the 70s. Frontline is far better than 60 minutes. Frontline is far better. Frontline is what 60 Minutes wants to be but can't be because they're part of the corporate machine, man. That's the reason why. <laughs> anyway, going off on that. So uh, what's this game? Uh, the, this the, right the here, high, we got Cleveland versus the Chargers. Is that in the overtime? 
no, late in the fourth here, we got my man Justin Herbert fucking slinging things. That's saving me in fantasy right now. Well, he's good, man. He's got he throws a tight spiral and he's decisive. He makes decisions decisions quickly. And that's actually, I respect that about him. When you hold on to the ball too long, I don't respect it. You don't trust what you see. You don't have faith in your arm. He's got a good arm. Gotta have faith. I hate that song. Faith, faith, mm. faith. The Limp Biscuit one's way better. Let's be honest with ourselves. <laughs> Limp, I, I literally don't know that. Limp Biscuit did a cover of, of the of George faith, song, but it's faith. like, but it's so, so they sing the regular part. It's got like a little boom, 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 like a little guitar riff. Yeah. And then it's normal. Like he sings the verses, but instead of like the gotta have faith, he like metal screams it. Gotta have faith. Then they play like a hardcore guitar riff behind yes, it. Yes, man. Fuck yeah, man. That works. Aside from how they look, you'd probably like it. Yeah, maybe I would. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> I probably wouldn't like so it. So my I, man Justin Fields really bent that knee out earlier. I tell you what, and he got beat up and is twisting. But again, he's a tough quarterback. He's mentally tough and he's physically tough. He finishes this game. This is a good sign, I think. Vegas needed to win this game. You know, I mean, they, they they got handled on Monday night. They're at home. You're playing a team that's kind of mediocre, and you and you beat them. I mean, you lost to them. You know what I mean? Like, Vegas had to win this game, and the Bears are going to finish it. I don't know what it's like to finish a team with, oh, oh no, maybe they're not going to finish it. Oh, they're kick, kick a I mean, they're up 17-9 and nine with a minute left. Yeah, and they're kicking a field goal right now, too, if they make this field goal. Oh, Cairo Santos sounds like a mummy. Santos is uh it works. It, it, that was the name of the bad guy in the movie Wild at Heart. To me, that's only the just David because Lynch movie Wild Cairo is Egypt, and that's all I think of. You know. Well, hello, Larry. Hey, <laughs> Cairo. His name it's Santos. Cairo Santos. His is first his name, name is Cairo. Yeah, <laughs> Cairo Santos. You yeah. said it earlier. I did. Say I feel it. like it didn't really hit you. No, it hit me. Yeah, Cairo. Yeah, in a, a successful desert society. And we're trying to do it here in the United States, living in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. Because uh, it's a desert. We'll all run like cowards. We won't build pyramids to die in like fucking no. G's. Yeah, no. We, yeah, we're going to we're gonna go back to closer to fresh water and realize life is bad there, too. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but here we go. Here, here's the 45-yard attempt. Is that what it is? Uh, yeah, 46? it's looking like it. We got a 46. He makes this. With the this Bears should, win this, this game. This should be a chip shot here in the current NFL. The, man, the kicking is so good now. It's so good that, I mean, the kicking is, they just make it like it's not, 46 used to be like a long, I'm a, again, I've said this many times, my, my mantras of the show, my themes could be, I'm not a pedophile, could be one of those, uh, black people do gay well, that could be one of those, but yeah. Uh, Native Americans love the fire water. (laughs) (laughs) But I've said this before, the kicking, the kicking right now is so much better now in the current NFL. I've said this many times. It's The punting and the kicking has gotten incredibly good. It's truly like you win games to it. You know, in the day, it was a sloppy. If you watch a Monday Night Football game from 1980, which I've done over the pandemic, which I've done, that I'm a single man, and uh, and you watch these. It's the kicking is so rudimentary and crude. I mean, they blast the ball now. Matt Nagy's accurate. just like, thanks for letting me to keep my job. Woo! Yeah, yeah. One more game. Yeah, no, no, no. My boss good. yelled at me and made me start Justin Fields, and he was right. We won. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he, he Fields was decent, but their defense is playing well, and that's smart. You got to win some games. Yeah, with but defense. dude, I t- I tweeted this. I was like, can't you tell that the defense is enter- got oh, energized fired up. when Fields? Yeah. It's almost like they actually want to give Fields the ball back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, or or they they also think we got a chance of winning actually if we play hard. Yeah, we actually think we we believe in this guy. 
There's a relationship there, you know. Ugh, God. Again, I used to, uh, early, before this day began, I thought the Vikings are better than the Bears. Now I don't think that. Now I don't think that the Bears are better than the Vikings. Vikings aren't good. They're a bad football team. They're <laughs> you can't. <laughs> you have to understand. You have to understand. Keith, Keith, I only have, they, they pull it together once a decade. Once a decade, they're truly a threat to go to the Super Bowl. Once a decade. I'm 52. They have three decades left, tops for me, tops. Three more times. It's three more times. You're getting into a place where they're not going to win, win one before. I You're die. like my grandpa already. Yeah. When they oh, yeah. in the 03 championship, you know, they ain't going to do it. That, you know, they're not. I mean, it's you got to admit it. It'd be fun to see your team win a Super Bowl. Would you admit that? Yeah. I mean, I got to see them go. They went in 06 or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That would still be fun to cheer for. I'd like to care Dude, about the game. Devin Hester ran a touchdown on, I know, the, I know. on the opening kick. I thought they were going to win when that happened. I was like, oh, Peyton, okay. fucking who? Yeah, yeah. They, were you fired up when they, when you returned that? Were you just like, were you yeah. running around? Absolutely. You were running around, I assume, like jumping out of your chair. Yeah, I do. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yes. Because <clears throat> that's when you're like, if, the, if he's going to do this all game, let him score points. We'll just yeah. come back at it. Like when that happened, I was like, if Grossman can throw two touchdowns, we'll win the Super Bowl. Yeah. We got L.A. crime. We got uh, we're, we're uh, back from uh, after a word from our sponsor crime. Well, Jim, it looks like someone on Wilshire Boulevard is running around naked right now. And so, oh, but they're, that actually wouldn't bother them. They would be uh, having no. a lot worse. <clears throat> There's they're no one running around Wilshire right now naked because they just kicked all of the homeless people out of the park. They literally put a, f they're putting a fence around it, correct? Yeah. They're putting a fence. The poles are up right now. Ooh. Ooh. I was walking to the Ooh. I was walking to the bus to go to the bar we were at. And there was all these families in the park. And I wanted to be like, you know, you could have been here like any time during the day it's like people thought like the park during the day is fine yeah the homeless yeah. people went off to go beg for change yeah and they come back and come back when it starts now it gets like blade runner at night i did walk yeah. in on some people fucking oh yeah 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 when you yeah when you walk through there that is an la experience it's but it's even grubbier at least that part of blade runner it kind of looked kind of sexy that the neon made it look good in a certain way the food was good you go through here it's like wow death is happening there's some sort of i mean there's a possibility of like you know it's it's rougher on the edges you have to admit it when you go down at the same time a solution of putting a fence around that that's actually not a solution whatsoever to what the issue is but you know that's okay Got we, we live in final we're we going live to the in very thoughtful time we live in very mindful times, you know. <laughs> you know, it's. Look at this. This is a sexy matchup. You sound like fucking uh, like you're a sleuth. This is a sexy matchup. It's here. sexy. Ooh, what 60 minutes is going to cover? No one cares what 60 minutes is going to cover. <laughs> what do you Isn't mean? Isn't it all murder? No, 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 no. It's like. <laughs> CJ had a joke about this. Like technology to them still is baffling to 60 minutes. <laughs> They're like, you mean to tell me you can have a screensaver that changes from castles to fishes? Oh my God. Like that was his joke like 20 years ago. Because they were so, everything was the internet. It's the most amazing thing. Like 20 years ago, the hype of the internet. And then now it turned into this um, huge thing. But at the time it was like, God, shut up about the internet. I'm sick of hearing about it. Oh, oh my God! The internet. Were you like? Were you like Mark Maron? Where you thought it was going to be hype? You were like, "All right, calm down, this internet bullshit." No, I I knew it had something in it. It just wasn't going to happen when they said it was going to happen. It took about ten to twelve years longer 
But I think they wanted to, like the world we're living in now, they wanted like 15 to 20 years ago. But now they've figured it out because they have, I don't know, the fact that I even know the word algorithm just bothers me. You know, what, what does that mean? So you end? didn't, that's your thing. You accepted technology and moved along with it, but you don't like that you like that you know the shit that's your bitter so you're like i hate that they made this normal for me well These yeah because they've affected the rules of the game you know and it's just like god okay I, I have to adapt for some weird sinister purpose pawned off as freedom no you're, it's just i i i'm very i'm pessimistic keith about the next couple of years i'm pessimistic i don't want i don't want to build it into something let's watch the end of this player this is herbert third down they pitch it oh they're gonna go for the field goal oh 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 Oh, oh, no, oh, oh, it's just, yep. Kevin Harlan is the voice of my NFL childhood. Really? This voice right here. Really? Kevin Harlan? Yeah. Is the AFC guy? He Well, he was, he did all the National Bears games when I was younger. It wasn't just AFC. He did, I remember 1995, the Bears versus the Carolina Panthers. Oh, oh, first year of the Panthers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Eric Kramer was just coming off his hot year. It might have been 96. Yeah, because '96 the the Panthers went to the they, NFC title game. Them and the, Kevin and the Jaguars. Oh, when did they get Kevin Green? They they got him. I think uh, maybe the first year of the franchise. Dom Capers was their D coordinator. Who used to be a D coordinator for the Steelers. Uh, but they, uh, uh, them and the Jaguars went to the uh, championship game, and it was a second year of existence. So the NFL learned from how bad the Buccaneers were in '76, '77 when they didn't win it. They lost their first 26 games. They were an embarrassment to the NFL. Bailey's here, baby. They knew. So they, we got to make a team that's competitive. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the chat. <laughs> that's Bailey's chat music, right? Look at there. this. Oh, well, he's not trying to score. What was going on there? That was weird. That's touchdown music right there, That was right millennial there, football to me. That didn't make any sense. We just get tackled. Uh, well, they let them score because they actually want to try to beat them. It's all about those yeah, flowing yeah. locks underneath the helmet now. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the locks of Samson. Is that very much like, ooh, I want to look like Clay Matthews? Is that very influencing? Like, like Clay Matthews to them is like an old athlete. Ooh, oh, when I was and a he's kid. And on, he's on Pat McAfee, too. No, not Clay, but uh, and, or AJ Hawk AJ. Is, on, is on Pat McAfee's show. He's a fan favorite. I like me some AJ Hawk. Oh, okay. He's an Ohio State clown. Never liked him. He's fun. He's you funny. Know. Got like nine kids, but he's not like too Christian. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 Anytime you get a fleet of kids out there, I'm just like, oh my God, what's your, wow. where's your Jesus sticker? Yeah. But he seems cool. He smokes weed, eats edibles. <laughs> By the way, Bailey, hit me up in the chat. How does it sound? I feel like I've really nailed my Streamlabs yeah, sound. It works well. I, I it want it to well. sound like radio, but not like annoying smushed. So just let me know. Comment on there. If it's thumbs up, it's a little louder now. Look, uh, the Vikings play the Chargers late. I won't go to that game. I won't go. It's a nice stadium. If I, we, yeah, we I know, should go. Yeah, that's what is the stadium is, looks pretty cool. It might be kind of a cool. Let thing me to ask go you to. this on site, since yeah. you're, uh, how do you feel about going to the Academy Museum? They got the real shark from Jaws there. I'd probably they got go. the real. I'd go. It costs money to see that shit. Here's how serious it is. You can't bring your phone in. <laughs> they bag your phone before you go in. Like you're seeing, they treat it like you're seeing Rogan. <laughs> What? Because what they're doing is so precious and so amazing. You're gonna see moments. You're gonna see moments that you have buried in your subconscious because you've repressed those moments. But we're gonna have those moments, and you're not gonna have your phone. You're not gonna take a picture. 
Guy, take, well, you can't legally. Quit taking yourself so seriously. Legally. I think it's legally. Oh, God. There's a lot. Like, there are some museums. Even, a even hide some, behind the law. Even some art museums, they're like, uh, you can't, well, that you can't, you because, can't take pictures because, of. Because the, the, the painting, because the light through time, it actually uh, affects the... Is that one of the they reasons They don't want why? you to steal the painting. Some of those are no, original no, works. That's not the reason why either. Well, it has to do with the licensing. So shows that are exhibits that are brought to museums have licensing deals on them. So yeah. The people that they're borrowing that artwork from. And that's what prevents you from taking photos. Their main collections, they will always let you take photos of the collections that they own. God. I mean, I'm listening. Yeah. they're visiting, they cannot because of licensing. God, it's just a way, another way the rich just fucking, it's all in their favor. Welcome to all us. in their favor. Welcome to the communist. Everything, hour. you know. No, it was. No, just, I'm kidding. All, you know, I'm kidding. Yeah, exactly. It's, I want to, I want to murder rich people so bad. <laughs> I just try and have fun 98% of the day. Yeah. I, yeah, they're terrible. But, you know, they run things and, and yeah, they have rigged it so much that, that they create a culture where you have to worship them. Not just, okay, you have your money. Why do I have to worship you too? You have your money. You know, why do I have to say thank you when you're underpaying me? Why do I have to say thank you to you? No, just, you know, I get it. You're rich and you've made the right decisions. And okay, maybe you deserve some of your money, but come on. How is that freedom? How is amassing that much wealth actually freedom oh my god i have so much fucking money i can control it all and it's and i'm sure it's a power rush and a, a, a thought process i don't know but i'm not going to worship you i'm not going to say wow you're doing it right because i want to have that same power because i define it as having power over another human being that's how i define power but they don't see it that way do they so this was Adam Crocious talks too softly for for that's when you know he's on a serious point because he talks like this. I'm bringing the attention in. I'm bringing the attention in. That's what you do when you speak in those hushed tones. It makes them listen a little more. We have an intimate audience, Keith. And well, audience no, of I forgot one, to, two, no, or three. Crocious, I I I focus on video. We had two thousand listens last month. Are you serious? Yeah, we get two hundred a week on audio. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. No, we don't. Yes. Th that that's far better than i thought yeah i thought we got maybe it's just youtube that we four. only get like the last youtube oh, oh. episode that we did got 31 plays <laughs> which is better than normal usually it gets it to between yeah. 10 and 20 it's just like what am i doing <laughs> but we get 2000 plays I, I like to hang i like to talk with you the 2000 plays is a decent amount that, that that's that's a it's a decent amount i, I don't want if I'm i wanted not, to, not to shit on the show i apologize i could probably do light advertising with 2000 plays like, I could probably get us a bullshit $20 a month. <laughs> God, it's so pathetic. It's great. I love it. But it's also kind of good. That's how, Hey, that's where it all starts, man. It all starts with that initial 2,000. They're your core fan base that bring you to the top. That fucking narrative that's put out there is freedom. All you have to do is be an entrepreneur now, in people society. Listen to, they listen to a lot of old episodes, too. A lot of even pre-TV episodes. I respect that. I respect that. The whole cat. I will say, back episodes do better than new ones. I could see that. Uh, I could see a that. A lot. Even people that I know that I've met that like the show have said that it's like a good, it's a good long-term one in that you put it on and you do something. Kevin Kellum said he goes to sleep listening to us because he likes our, the stories calm him down because he has a very active fucking radio host brain. Yeah. And he was yeah. like, I like listening to you guys just tell stories 
Yeah. You know what we are? Do you know when you would chill at your friend's house and smoke weed and there was yeah. always one guy that would fall asleep at the end of the night? Yeah. We're the two guys left talking while he sleeps. <laughs> We're the, but, the, but people, the last fizzle. But here's the thing the about that. <laughs> Everyone had fun before they fell asleep. Well, yeah, absolutely. We just yeah. talked for too long. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. So but yeah, it's a good show. So yeah, we're <laughs> so I, we're going all over the place. We're watching the end of this Brown uh, a Charger game, and, and I think that uh, Baker Mayfield has to like do something, right? I think they're kind of down on him. He didn't play that well against the Vikings. If he had played better, they would have beaten the Vikings like twenty-eight to seven. They would have handled them pretty bad on the road. But he overthrew receivers deep. He gets happy feet, and his first read when it's not there, uh, he doesn't know how to do the second read very well. That that's the knock on him, and I think it's actually kind of accurate. He he's pretty athletic. I mean, he can move around pretty well. He should run more. I I, I just you know I, I think again a lot of these quarterbacks fall in love with their arm. It's more dramatic. Get first downs. Get run. a first down. Yeah, but just but run. but a first down is ten yards. That's what's annoying to me. I get the idea of get first downs, but like these quarterbacks are throwing three yard passes. You, you, you got to get more plays. Get the, the big play can be the next play or the play after that. You got to get more plays. You know that's my that's my take on that debate that very much grips our nation. How many play, <laughs> how many plays should be run hey. in a National Football League game? Yeah. That annoyed me about that. That everybody brought that out about Trubisky of like you know he only uh, he only gets five point four yards per attempt and you got to get at least nine to be a league average. Yeah, well, at the same time, five point four is pretty bad. Uh, very no, bad. It, it's very bad. But they're basically saying you should be trying to throw a first down every time you touch the ball. Yeah, well, yeah, you every pass should go at least ten yards. Yeah, well. Nah, there's an argument against that. They they can wait on that and they can get a pick six if they know what they're doing. That stadium looks amazing, by the way. It really does. I mean, I bet you it'd be fun to go there. Uh, you guys, had, you you had fun there, right? It was an amazing stadium, right? Yeah, it was. It's it's yeah. like stepping into the future. Yeah, I believe that. I, I'm sure it's pretty incredible. Oh, look at Mike. You see? Oh, oh, here we go. Oh, he whipped that boy. Oh, 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 oh. this is a. I don't know if I finished oh, this thought. So <clears throat> I watched it. Baker Mayfield on a YouTube ad talk show. Which is where we need to get this guy. There's this dude who hosts a show, and his show is a 20 minute YouTube ad. You can, which means he got paid already. All his notebooks have ad, have logos on them. It's all completely fucking. What do they call it? Capitalistic, uh, monetized. Yeah, yeah. But he interviewed Baker Mayfield, and Baker Mayfield's house is pretty. He doesn't have any pictures. It's total frat guy. And that's so murdery to me. Like when yeah. you don't have art, yeah, you got yeah. one leather chair with an ottoman that you probably yeah. have fucking female pelts in or something like that. Well, that's also basically that's not the focus of your brain. That's why you get married because your wife's got to take care of that. You know what I mean? Seriously, it's like <clears throat> no, I'm focused on my career or you your know? gay <laughs> lover. <laughs> Hey, I want to be equal opportunity here. We're getting back on a lot of conversations. When we were walking up, we were talking about how even all gay relationships have like a dominant, <laughs> like whether you call it male or not, every gay relationship has the person who does the, the more deciding. assertive person in my relationship. It's her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm aware of this. I'm so aware of I'm this. I'm not saying I'm this. Just, yeah, it's, no doubt about it. So I'm not saying I'm this alpha. Yeah, yeah. How do you think I respond to that when those uh, when decisions are made for me? I don't respond very well. There's a reason why I'm single. I, uh, 
Anyway, uh, yeah, no, we were talking about that. In the context of Ellen, I was driving past, as you know, I do Lyft because my career is amazing. I was going past a, a Warner, Brother, Warner Brothers lot in Burbank, and you know she's retired after this whole scandal, and she has this giant poster up on the Warner Brothers lot that you see when you're driving down. It's not Sepulveda. I don't know what the street. I should know it. I don't know, Burbank, maybe. I don't know what the street's name. And it is all of the accomplishments. My $400 million to charity. My helping of this group. My 4,000 units of housing. It was all like, here are all the things I've done. And you call me a bad human being? Like it was her just like, fuck you, you know? Oh, I'm not going to end on your terms. But, you know, because she was like upset. And she wanted to prove to It was so aggressive. It's like, okay, come on, Ellen. You're worth hundreds of millions of dollars. Like you've won. You've won, you know, and good for you. You deserve it. You deserve all you've achieved. Does it really bother you that much? Oh, I'm perceived that way still? And the answer is yes, because that's why why you're motivated the way you are, because you're vain ultimately at the end of the day. People are vain. Oh, I wish I could play the Carly Simon song. You're so vain. (laughs) That's a bad song. That's a song as a kid that I did not like. Oh, when I was a kid, that was a hit. I remember that. And I was kind of, I didn't. I kind of liked the beat, but I just, I don't know, it didn't really grip me. It was very 77. It was very much like boomers, like artist boomers with money who like lived on Nantucket, you know? Like Chevy Chase would hang out with them with the members of like Steely Dan and shit, I think. That era of like late 70s, like we have money, but we're boomers, but we're artists still. We're still artists. Like, no, you're not. You're rich and you're given the luxury of creating this stuff, you know? So that that's what I associate with You Are So Vain. <laughs> Man, Carly Simon, you're a deep thinker. <laughs> Just, but it's all rage felt. It's not none of it is like philosophical. Every topic makes you think of some sort of strife or like wrongdoing or or how Wisconsin turned red in 1984. I'm invested in my victimhood. It's not attractive. It's not attractive. No, well, you would fit in well with the modern generation if I you're know. invested in your trauma. <laughs> It's just all financial based, so that's capitalistic. No, that's no, capitalism. no, no. For me, it's just. Well, we'll see. I, I, I tell you what, Keith. I, to talk about, I, you know, I have mentioned. I've tried to not be so talking about my script. As know? if our argument. I'll let you talk about that. <laughs> yeah. But if our argument proved anything, <laughs> the divide you have with my generation is purely comic book driven. <laughs> Anytime you mention a comic book, Crow's going to go off, and people around us are going to go. Oh no. Yeah, because it, it's just, it's, yeah, I can't watch it. I just, I can't read it. I don't, Bailey I'm said, it's funny, Bailey was watching the last episode and he goes, all you said was the word Avengers and Crocious started yelling. <laughs> because I'm so sick of it. I'm just, come on. Well, we were talking about something else before that, though. We were going off. I was uh, talking about, uh, you know something it's all good we're streaming we're free flowing right now we're we're still going to get into the tv so we're about 33 minutes into the stream but we're feeling good i know you got to leave at six yeah but we're going to do tv league we got tv history queued up okay we're watching the end of the i think the the games are basically over the second second half games are done which is good i uh i haven't drank any alcohol in two hours which is a good thing Uh, i drank a lot of beer uh early day drinking Early day drinking is something you can do here, which I like. I like the fact that games end early here. You still have half a day left. You can do things, you know. I think Bailey got caught watching our show because he joined, said hi, and then quickly went away. Come on. Stay on, Bailey. 
It's all yeah, good. it's a truth though with the. Uh, all right, yeah, we got halftime. We got fucking Jim Hill's fucking I, I did retarded see, ass. I saw a poster for uh, the Eternals. She doesn't work for them anymore. We can say anything we want. <laughs> who, who doesn't? Jim Hill, this fucking guy. He's oh. got pure CTE. He mispronounces names. He's really bad at his job. Is he the guy on the far right there? He, the far left. No, oh, the black left. guy. He oh. played for the Green Bay Packers in 1969. No, no, it can't be that long ago. Let me see. He'd let's, be let's dead, go Jim man. Hill. He'd be dead. I bet you I remember him. I don't remember him right now. He's probably he different. played for like six years. He became a broadcaster immediately. He, wow. he he played for the Packers and then became a broadcaster for the Packers. Oh, the fact that he still gets a job at local. Oh, still do he's local bad. TV. Oh, I'm sure Main he's terrible. Main market, too, and he's so bad. Oh, I'm sure he's terrible. I'm and sure he's all. He's from uh, San Antonio. So he has a little bit of football knowledge. He's, he's a former a American idiot. football defensive back. Uh, he's the LA-based sportscaster. He's the lead sports anchor and sports director of KCBS. Oh, so he's got a little fiefdom there. Yeah, he grabs ass. So, so where did he? Uh, <laughs> so he's a when did, when did he play? When did he play? What's his time frame for playing? Uh, let's see here. Sixty-eight to seventy-one Chargers. Seventy-two to seventy-four Packers. Packers. Seventy-five the Browns. Wow. So during his wow. first seasons as a Packer player in 72, Hill started his broadcasting career as a contributor to the Monday night and Tuesday evening newscasts of Green Bay Station WBAY-TV wow. as the primary affiliate of CBS-TV. Um, and then in, uh, he started working as the NFL on CBS in 1980 as an analyst. But in 1984, uh, 85, and 92 to 93, he was play-by-play announcer on selected games. So you probably did hear him. Uh, he was the sideline wow. reporter for the 84 Super Bowl. Holy um, shit. Sideline reporter for, for 88. Sideline reporter for 88 Super Bowl. Did coverage of the 88 Winter Olympics. Wow. Wow. I have no memory of that. Boxing for Showtime. He lives in Sherman Oaks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that'd be a good. Like, like you're like moderately says, successful when says you live Coy, there. Called it COVID-19 for fucking so long. Coy- <laughs> oh, it was the old Jewish guy. Oh, COVID. Oh, I got the COVID-19. You know, my Uncle Murray. You know, I mean, seriously. Right, right, I mean, he calls it COVID. Come on. That's bad. <laughs> oh, I got the COVID, Murray. <laughs> Couldn't you say like an old Jew saying that maybe? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like in, in Brooklyn, you know? Come on. You know, I think it's hilarious. It's so good. He was in Rocky Three. Wow. Oh, oh yeah. What? Oh, oh, yeah. As Jim Hill? He, he, yeah, yeah. He was one of the... Uh, well, you know, Jim, I'm mentally retarded like you. <laughs> no, here's the scene. Clubber Lang was so amped up before the fight. He was and, he, and the media was like gave him like ten feet of distance and he's pacing back and forth. And then he looks back, you parasites and leeches. And Jim Hill is one of the media guys who's afraid and intimidated by Clubber Lang. Mister T was a phenomenon. He was an absolute phenomenon. It was a presence on screen when T took. I mean, he was loud. He was bombastic. He was jacked. Mister T was a phenomenon. Phenomenon, Mister T. Five years of being a pretty big star. 82 to 87, T was huge. T was huge. <laughs> I love how you call him T. No, because it's, you know, <laughs> like we're friends. You know? Or even just that, like, you to, like, that's a very, I don't want to put you in a box, but that is a very white, like, if you want to be cool, like, I'm here to see M when you're talking to Eminem or something. I'm saying it so tongue in cheek. Do you know, you know, I'm jokingly pointing to yeah. the time. So Bruce Willis was at an award show to see Puff Daddy yeah. and he wanted to seem cool. So he goes, I'm just here to see my friend, Sean. 
<laughs> I was just like, shut the fuck up, you stepdad. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to try to be young because it's a uh, youth is wasted on the young. You'll forget all of this. It feels so important, but actually, it's. I don't want to say it's not. That's not the truth. That, that's a cliche. It's, it is important. It, it's developmentally speaking, it's an important time period. But I, if I could go back in time to my 20s, I would just say calm down a bit because I still had that streak. I still had that streak. I don't know if you've noticed that. I can get upset. <laughs> yeah yeah i know you witnessed it earlier today so yeah so we haven't been able to get into a show i think it's been babbling oh no right? we got a show so okay pop jim that that is bizarre that he uh but he's made a career for himself in, in, in an Here, odd let's, way let's, let's hear jim hill and the Chargers scored 26 points in the fourth quarter. It, I mean, give a lot of credit to Cleveland. They went back and forth. They combined for 41 points in that fourth quarter. But the Chargers finding a way to get things done. That's what's impressive. They know how to win. That guy talks like CTE. Is going to carry over to December. And if they get into the playoffs, mm -hmm. then they're done that. We know how to react. They proved a lot of things to a lot of people, yeah. but most importantly, to themselves. They also That's right, Jim Hill. It's about their confidence. You know it. Exactly. You know. We believe in ourselves, and we're going to come back with it. We the believe, man. Okay. I tell you what, He's man. upset that he's not doing the Rams games. He wants to be a Rams boy, Jim Hill. Yeah, the Chargers are... Yeah, what an odd franchise. It also just shows how much money is out here. That the owner is like, okay, we're going to double the value of our franchise by moving it to LA. We're not going to really have much of a fan base here. We'll try to build something, you know, but uh, they're the Clippers of the NFL, you know. But, uh, oh, yeah, 100%. You know, uh, but, but they're competitive. Of course, the Pack wins this game, which is uh, very obnoxious, I might add. I, uh, but they won. Well, they're so, good. That's the my that's my thing with the Packers. I don't like the Packers, but I don't accept the whole like they suck. Like, no, they don't. No, I know. They're very good. That's it, why it's annoying. It's also when you have uh, the best quarter, one of the best quarterbacks, it just has uh, a you have confidence. You can win any game. It goes back to that leadership element of look at that. Look at that pass. Jesus. That was an amazing pass by Rodgers. That was incredible. With his long, flowing hair. Yeah, I know, because he's off. Where does he want to get traded to? Or maybe that's just a big thing, too. He's trading a story, and we'll forget about it three months from now. Oh, remember when he wanted to be traded? Because our attention span is gone. And he he, he had missed two oh, field goals Oh, they shank field goals all the time. Yeah, right? he missed that. Yeah, I guess he missed two field goals. And they still won the game. And they still won the game. You should lose that game, but they'll still win. So he missed that. I'm sure he missed that. He had, did he miss that? Yep, he missed that. Oh, it went off the, it went off the upright. <laughs> that they, uh, they missed that. So of course they, you know, they, they come back because Rogers is Rogers, and he knows what he's doing. Can I ask a core question? Yeah. Is it just the overall Packer thing? Like, does it annoy you that he's good, or is he he or that he's doing it for the Packers? Oh no, it's not him. He's great. It's just the franchise has been spoiled for thirty years. You know, they've had back-to-back -back Hall of Fame quarterbacks, and very few teams ever get that. And so they're they're pretty spoiled. Yeah, but they, they lucked into him. It's just because other teams were dumb and didn't think he was going to be good. I don't know if they lucked into him. I thought it was a very shrewd, smart move. Uh, but he develops, and like that's been. They try to repeat that model for so many different teams, and it's never worked. Andrew Luck, it didn't work out for because he also got the shit kicked out of him, beat up, so he just retired because his body was breaking down at 29, which is amazing. But it, it is, um, you know, they've just been <laughs> very lucky. No catastrophic. I think Dante Culpepper was a pretty good quarterback for the Vikings. It wasn't great, fumbled too much, but he had a catastrophic knee injury. They, the Vikings have had a truly good quarterback. 
pretty rarely. Cousins is not bad. Cousins is actually it, it, Cousins is not the problem with this team. It's other things. They don't know how to finish games. Tell you what's a problem. That guy's pink time. Yeah. <laughs> think you know what I think will calm you down? Let's get off football. Yeah. Well, you know it's okay, man. So what else? Well, what else is on the show, man? What, what else? Well, is Dave there? Chappelle's special came out. I, I did not see it. It's okay. I mean, it's more thought provoking than it is funny. I will even admit that. But well, what is his beef? What was his? It's line? not a beef. He or just makes his... jokes about. He makes. Well, his beef is that it's just the same old beef of like you know I'm a comedian. I'm just joking. I'm not actually hateful. Yeah. Uh, but he's also like almost sixty. Yeah. I, that's my thing against all of this. Like he's an old guy. I think people get disappointed when it's like a person of color that gets into shit like that because they think like, oh, you should be better. Don't romanticize anyone. We're all flawed. You know, God, this identity politics thing I should be blown out of the fucking water. The enemy is the extremely wealthy. That's all we should care about. That's it. Push everything to the side. Okay, ne- next point. <laughs> you know, <laughs> everything I say comes back to that. No, no, no. I know because that's going to end up being a boring podcast where yeah, everything yeah, yeah. ends up being about this. The problem is the elite next segment. Yeah, <laughs> we're watching La Brea. The problem is the elite next segment. Yeah. They're playing the elite Democrat. You know, they just think they're elitist because they use big words and have an education. Oh, we don't trust them. Are we still talking yeah. about Dave Chappelle? No, no. <laughs> no, so Chappelle, he's old. That's the point about Chappelle. He's uh, he's getting old, and, and you have to sort of accept the fact that this is sort of his point of view, that he somehow should be like this perfect human being. But, or- yeah, well, and I think, you, well, that's part of it. I think it's because young people liked him in the early 2000s, and I think young people thought that, like, oh, he'll move along with us. Like, Dave will <laughs> Dave will move. With, and it's just like, no, he thinks like he how he did in 04. Yeah, it's it's not you know it's uh, people. The, uh, yeah, I, I don't even know how to react to that. Other than I'm annoyed by it, but it makes sense. It's a condition of the modern. I need world. you to lift the mic up too, it, it, not towards it, you, but just up, like towards your face. Well, I, I don't want to, you know. I, I don't want. Okay, there we go. If you need me to turn it down, I could do it up there. It's all good, man. Yeah. It's all good. Hey, man. Uh, I didn't see. I mean, it. It helps. I, I heard hearsay. I heard hearsay about him about what was his statement about transgender people what was offensive about what he said because maybe it was i don't know i i I don't know what the was it a joke it's not a specific joke i I heard he's been kind of doing that thematically though through a couple of his that's the whole thing of it it's not a specific anti-trans joke he doesn't like that you know he starts out the joke by calling them the l's and the g's and the b's and the t's like but he does it people but he does it in a such a like he almost smirks when he's doing it like he's being a smart ass he's just being smug about very serious social issues yeah and that's a big part of it he's just being smug about very serious social issues yeah and i even think his beef is like he feels like that black people are still the most like the most segregated people yeah. like they they still yeah. ha- it's still it's still the roughest being black in America. Yeah. And I think he doesn't like that so quickly gay people want like they want to like have as they want to catch up to like black people but, but isn't a gay gay versus trans i don't feel that way thing, but i think that's thing, the tone right? of the I mean, jokes is just yeah, like yeah. you know at the end of the day you guys are still mostly white so like don't forget that like don't pretend yeah it's cuz well i'm sure Oh man, oh, God, it's just, and it's just he definitely doesn't like that. Like he's got a point. He defended. He defends J.K. A Rowling point. a little bit. Yep. for writing the Harry Potter books, not for being transphobic, but just 
uh, for like now she can have nothing to do with the thing she literally wrote by herself. Yeah. Because she has some thoughts as a 60 year old white woman. You know, yeah, I mean, you could just not like her and still like Harry Potter. Well, yeah, there's this whole moralization to I, I, I don't know. I, I just, I don't know. I haven't been in that position where being canceled was even an option. Maybe it happens to me. Maybe I have some by stroke of luck, I get some sort of success that happens. And people go back into the catalog of what we're doing right now, and here's my Asian person voice, and then I get canceled. I don't know. Yeah. They're going to go back and find that I'm a bad. I mean, it's just. He did say it's his last special for a while, too, and I think it's partly because. Yeah. He's kind of, I think well, he's he just, done four over the past four years, I think. I mean, that's a lot of work, right? Isn't it like yeah. four, four and well, five years? Or his Netflix deal is over. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's like, you know, he cranked that out. Jesus Christ, man. That's a lot of work to make memorable material. Like, oh, I got to do this in another nine months. I got to come up with an hour. That's like totally good. Hey, I tell you what, though, man. Do you want to do go halftime? Yeah, or? yeah, 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 that's, yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. All right. Like, I gotta, you gotta, I gotta find commercials though. I can't just go. Sure. We're live sure. streaming. You can't. Yep. I know. I know. But I'm just. Uh, so Crocius has to go to the bathroom. He whispered it, even yep. though everybody can hear <laughs> and see you him. Know, yeah. I, <laughs> I just, you know, just letting you know. Jeez, I've been holding this one in. This is incredible. I, you can go. This is gonna be a bad one. <laughs> go to the bathroom. It's gonna work. But yeah, yeah. So what are we gonna talk about in the second half? I mean, the show, <laughs> we have like TV shows to I, I, I watch. Was, was Hopefully off. they don't lead to uh, threats against capitalism or the elite. <laughs> um, yeah. But it's the truth. I... Go to 96. What a horrible first half. All right, I'm transferring over, guys. Crocious is peeing. Wrong one. Be charming. I'm not like every other man you know. I'm not like every other woman. We'll be back. Michelle Pfeiffer is perfect. Are you flirting with me? <laughs> George Clooney is irresistible. She told you she likes me? It's so obvious, Daddy. <laughs> it's the first gotta see it romantic comedy since Sleepless in Seattle. I think my dad likes your mom. One fine day. Wait. Yeah, okay. Rated PG. Now playing only in theaters. On Super Bowl Sunday, Publishers Clearinghouse could surprise you with $10 million live on TV. Let's go. The bad news is, we might catch you off guard. <laughs> the good news is, well, look at this. <laughs> Who cares? Flip into JCPenney's biggest lingerie sale of the season with 25 to 50% savings on famous names like Bally, Playtex, Vanity Fair, and many more. But don't get too comfortable. Sale ends soon. Next, a special Thursday, men behaving badly. And the holiday miracle. I don't think you need that thing. No. You're free, Wally. Okay. NBC, next. The countdown is on. 
Just eight days left for you to save during your Northeast Ohio Ford Dealers Leadership Sales Drive. Eight days to save big on everything in stock. Like Northeast Ohio's best-selling Ford Taurus for $248 a month for 24 months. Or Northeast Ohio's best-selling full-size pickup Ford F-150 for $258 a month. That's $248 for Taurus or $258 for F-150. Eight days that it's gone for good. Hurry, the leadership sales drive is going fast. Only at your Northeast Ohio Ford dealer, home of seven of the ten best-sellers again. Little Richard is back with his biggest hit. McDonald's Service Cheeseburgers are just 88. With the dip, it's good. Don't be late. McDonald's Service Cheeseburgers are just 88. Only 88 cents. They taste so great. Roll into Mickey D's for 88 cent double cheeseburgers. And for breakfast, sausage McMuffin with egg sandwiches are also 88 cents each. With McDonald's Service Cheeseburgers are just 88. Now it's time for me to say, have you had your break today? This season's biggest hit is the 18th annual Toyota-thon. At $189 a month, all eyes are on the Corolla. $189 a month for the most trusted car in the world. Well-equipped, Corolla is sure to leave its mark. And the savings up to $900 on her sell are leaving them speechless. But it'll be over in a blink of an eye. Don't miss Toyota's premier sales event. At gunpoint, a teenage girl escapes her would-be kidnapper at 11. In the beginning was the ordinary battery. Then came the long-lasting Duracell battery. And now, the next leap forward, introducing Duracell PowerCheck. The battery with a fuel gauge so you can check its power. Anytime, anywhere. New Duracell Power Check. No battery is more advanced. There's only one drink fat enough to quench our thirst, and that's Turbo Sports. God, genius! The can's upside down. Don't talk to me like a child. I played Hamlet at Cambridge. Once again, you've ruined my concentration. Excuse me. Excuse me. What's what's my motivation? When you're thirsty, trust your gut, not some actor. Play the Under the Cap game, and you can win free Sprite or authentic Hill or Hardaway jerseys. Hill gave me this shirt personally, says he likes my movies. Penny's my cousin. Hey, kids, Matilda is now available on videotape. You know what that means. No more, Miss Nice Girl. You did, baby. She's a girl with the power to make anything possible. This movie's got action. <laughs> Triumph. Food. It has food. It has everything except kissing. There's no kissing. Matilda from Columbia TriStar Home Video. It's huge. On sale now. Talk one on the blank line. This is for Coach Brannigan, who kept me in that game. And for all the kids who voted for me. For my family, who said there isn't anything I can't do. There are a lot of questions in life, but here's the biggie. How do you act responsibly on the outside and still have fun on the inside? You got it. Double mint. Because when you put that legendary one-of-a-kind taste in your face, you feel good. Really, really good. 
So while outside you're all business, inside you're doing the Watusi. And nobody has to know. Nobody. So double your fun with Double Mint Gum. In this adult world, it's the fun part. Introducing a comedy drawn from real life. That boy ain't right. King of the Hill premieres in two weeks on Fox. Taste Rally's Barbecue Bacon Cheeseburger. Barbecue Bacon Cheeseburger. Right, let's look at this puppy out here, see what she's got on it. Mmm! Mmm! Smell that lumpy melted, nice and on now. That's good barbecue sauce, too. The burger is outstanding because it's not dry. Crispy bacon. What is this? Are these uh, onion rings on here? It's a meal all wrapped up in one. This is good. What was this called again? Try Rally's Barbecue Bacon Cheeseburger for just 99 cents. Now for a limited time. Welcome to Rally's. You've stopped at the right place. Watching non-stop Fox for the new comedy King of the Hill premieres January 12th. From the country that brought you giant fire-breathing monsters comes something even more terrifying. Chris Farley is goodbye, everyone. The Beverly Hills Ninja. Hey, everybody, oh! I'm a trained master in each of the weapons of battle. That was dope. Beverly Hills Ninja. Rated PG-13. Opens everywhere January 17th. When is heartburn worst for you? After a tough day. After a spicy meal. Or at bedtime. Whenever it is. Your worst heartburn calls for Zantac 75. Zantac 75 relieves even your toughest heartburn. And it's so safe it has no drug interaction warnings. In fact, doctors have prescribed the medicine in Zantac 75 more than all other acid reducers. The smart choice for your worst heartburn. Zantac 75, the final word in heartburn relief. Tonight, Hurricane! Batten down the hatches and grab some supplies. There's so little left. Green eels? Corn The biggest storm of the winter is hitting Springfield. Hmm. I don't remember a bowling alley being there. <laughs> a brand new Simpsons tonight on Nonstop Fox. Start your new year off with a bang. I'll be coming to you live from the Mirage Hotel in Las Vegas on New Year's Eve, along with Hootie and the Blowfish, Salt and Pepper, and the Doobie Brothers. But the midnight, one, we're really gonna bring that house down. Because one of those Vegas casinos will be blown to smithereens. And you can see it right here. Catch Sinbad Dynamite New Year's Eve, Tuesday at 11 on Nonstop Fox. New Year's Eve on Fox. Gonna be a blast. Want whiter teeth in just two weeks? Then try Arm & Hammer Extra Whitening, the baking soda formula clinically proven to whiten teeth in two weeks. Arm & Hammer Extra Whitening, whiter teeth in just two weeks. Who gives you raging arcade gameplay? Who gives you the most authentic sports games? Who gives you a game that lets you fly? Sega! 
And who gives you access to the internet on your TV? Sega! Play games, surf the net, only on Sega Saturn. Fox presents a show about wholesome family values. We would have liked to have more kids, but Hank has a narrow urethra. Peggy. A strong work ethic. Ah, my head. And good, clean fun. You can't get on base without taking a swing. The pitcher can walk me. Don't play lawyer ball, son. Introducing a comedy drawn from real life. King of the Hill. Keep your eye on the ball. On the what? Premieres in two weeks on Fox. After years of insults, Al's customers are getting even. We are activists. Oh, I'd say not quite active enough. Married with Children, a brand new episode next. <laughs> so I says to her, I says, hey, is that Bob? Wow, he looks great. Yeah. Hey, Bob, did you cut your hair? I don't have any hair, Jim. He doesn't have any hair, stupid. Get dark. You sure looking thinner there, Bobby baby. Yeah, I dropped a few sizes. Your screen looks bigger, too. Not bigger, just a lot sharper. A lot sharper. Take that new casing, Bob. Silver. So, Bob, do you still play all the games? All the Game Boy games, babe. New Game Boy Pocket. Stick in your pocket today. Want whiter teeth in just two weeks? Then try Arm & Hammer Extra Whitening, the baking soda formula clinically proven to whiten teeth in two weeks. Arm & Hammer Extra Whitening. Whiter teeth in just two weeks. On February 7th, when the lights go down, the screen explodes. Pierce Brosnan. Linda Hamilton. Dante's Peak. This film is not yet rated. Exploding February 7th. Ned has a dream to create the Loganberry Muffin. It's made of polyurethane and fiberglass. It cost me $2,000. Ned, why don't you just make a real one? Is it genius or madness? As a young boy, I used to run naked through the Loganberry patch. Oh, wow. A brand new Ned and Stacy tonight on Fox. No one else has the guts to even try. Get your exclusive eight-day forecast from Fox 8 News Andre Bernier, voted Cleveland's number one morning weather forecaster. Toyota's premier sales event is in full swing. It's the 18th annual Toyotathon. At $1.99 a month, the class-leading performance of Tacoma is grabbing its share of the spotlight. And with up to $2,000 in savings on option packages, the full-size T100 stands tall. Don't be left spinning. Don't miss Toyota's premier sales event. Fox presents a show about wholesome family values. We would have liked to have more kids, but Hank has a narrow urethra. Peggy. A strong work ethic. Ah! Ah, my head! And good, clean fun. You can't get on base without taking a swing. The pitcher can walk me. Don't play lawyer ball, son. Introducing a comedy drawn from real life. King of the Hill. Keep your eye on the ball! On the what? Premieres in two weeks on Fox. Coming right up. Acid indigestion. You need powerful relief. Rolaids can absorb 47% more acid than regular Tums. And it works fast. No matter how you slice it, Rolaids spells relief. Trapped inside a building with a killing machine. They killed my friend. Now you tell me how to destroy it. The X-Files, tonight at 9, 8 central. 
New Year's Eve, for the first time live on network television, Fox is going to implode a major Las Vegas hotel. Come on, would you rather see a ball drop or a building come down? Join Hootie and the Blowfish, Salt and Pepper, and the Doobie Brothers for Stingbad's Dynamite New Year's Eve on Fox. Don't be a blast. When is heartburn worst for you? When I'm lying down to sleep. After my third cup of coffee or a spicy meal. Whenever it is, your worst heartburn calls for Zantac 75. See, Zantac 75 starts working fast, faster than Pepsid AC, and nothing works longer. In fact, doctors have prescribed the medicine in Zantac 75 more than all other acid reducers. The smart choice for your worst heartburn. Zantac 75, the final word in heartburn relief. From the producer of Aliens. 33% Homo sapien. And Terminator 2. Are you telling me that thing's part human? Comes the next evolution. Gradual extinction of the human race. Of terror. The Relic. Rated R. Starts Friday, January 10th. This New Year's Eve, planet Earth will witness a bizarre phenomenon. <laughs> Nerds in love. I drink to that. Get ready to celebrate. Party, party, party. With your favorite super geek superstars. <laughs> Baby. My God, it's a nerd. <sighs> At the wildest, dorkiest wedding ever. It's been the best time of my life. <laughs> Revenge of the Nerds 4, Nerds in Love. New Year's Eve on Nonstop Box. It's the end of the year, and our auditors have been busy. We're buried in overstocks. The pressure is on. We're up to our necks and running out of room. Before we lose control, it's time to hit the panic button and slash our prices. So this week, Best Buy's year-end clearance and sale features huge discounts on hundreds of items throughout the store. It all adds up to relief for us and big savings for you at Best Buy's year-end clearance and sale. Woody, Buzz Lightyear, and all their friends have stepped out of the toy chest and onto the ice at Walt Disney's World on Ice Toy Story. You can save $2.50 on tickets to select performances with Treat Seats coupons available at participating Target stores, courtesy of Treat Seats and Box 8. Buy tickets at the box office and Ticketmaster or call to charge by phone. Walt Disney's World on Ice presents Toy Story at Gundarina January 14th through 20th. Tonight, Hurricane! Bat down the hatches and grab some supplies. Oh, I'm so little left. Green eels? The biggest storm of the winter is hitting Springfield. Ooh, I don't remember a bowling alley being there. <laughs> a brand new Simpsons next on Nonstop Fox. As a cold and sinus sufferer, you have to know about the side effects of cold medicines. So look where doctors look. The physician's desk reference. It'll tell you some medicines can cause drowsiness. They can also over-dry sinuses. But look at new Sudafed Cold and Sinus. It makes you feel better, not worse, by relieving cold symptoms and sinus pain without over-drying or drowsiness. Know what your doctor knows. Sudafed Cold and Sinus makes you feel better, not worse. From the country that brought you giant fire-breathing monsters comes something even more terrifying. Chris Farley is... Goodbye, everyone! The Beverly Hills Ninja. Everybody, let's go! Oh!
I am a trained master in each of the weapons of battle. That was dope! Beverly Hills Ninja. Rated PG-13. Opens everywhere January 17th. Mr. Fish, there are allegations that you cheated on your final collect calling exam. Cheat? I know my stuff. How do you call collect? Dial 1-800-COLLECT. It's easy. We have a witness. Savings. You save the people you call up to 44%. That's a lot. And pictures. Pictures? Good night, Professor. Mr. Dog. Squealer. Mr. Fish. Okay, I did it. You know what this means. 1-800-COLLECT. Learn it, use it, save up to 44%. I've seen pulse cannons and gladiator droids. I've seen Beggar's Canyon and Imperial Sewers. I've seen dead ends and infinite space. I've seen 360 degrees tomorrow and for once live to tell about it. Because I've got the ultimate fighting machine. Excitement reigns as J.D. Power and Associates announce appeal awards. Pontiac's top three categories, Sunfire, most appealing compact. Grand Dam, most appealing midsize. Bonneville, most appealing premium midsize. Dealers celebrate award excitement with incredible values like 3.9% APR GMAC financing on selected new Pontiacs. As customers enjoy great low monthly payments. But at this rate, seats are filling fast. Get 3.9% financing during the excitement okay. awards event at your Northern Ohio Pontiac dealer. We're back here. Yeah. This is a good break. We calmed down. We were all jacked up from NFL football, but that's what it does to us. Yeah, well, it's certainly, I was worked up because the Vikings had an epic meltdown, but we won't talk about that. We'll talk about uh, something else. No, we can yeah. talk about it. Yeah. I just don't want it to, you know, get to relive. We don't have to relive the trauma. The, of the I, win, I, I, of the I, win. I just, you know, I, I, I just, you know, I don't want to totally come off that way, but at the same time, I'm not that. I'm not that threatening. I'm not a threatening figure. No, I know. You know, I, I mean, you know, they can get upset and they can think, "Oh, why is he so pissed off?" And you know, but you know, maybe it's not cool. Of course, it's not. I, I, at the end of the day, they have forgotten about it because they went under their team and what's going on with their right. team. So, okay, second half of the show, we have a new TV ratings. Is that correct? Is that a new TV ratings? That's not yeah, ready for? we got we got a whole new league set up here. Yeah, so Keith, I think I think we finally have the we we have the the formula down for how we Well, uh, I want to put on the episode of La Brea that we've refused that we couldn't get through cuz it boy, I'm telling you, Crow, <laughs> the second we turned it off we missed the dinosaurs coming out of the pit, like the whole. Yeah. <laughs> God. Like we were, if we would have just held on for like two God. more minutes. It's just like, God. That, I, I, I am, They're on the cock. They're on Peacock because it's an NBC show. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I want to watch that. I want to see. Because we saw the one where like, mom, when mom goes into the pit. Mom. Right after that. And, yeah. And it was literally, it had to be like a minute or two after that. You know? Also, Aponte's here. Uh, yes, I did see the crow video, so I got it on my phone still, but I'm going to play it. So what? I was on an episode of the Lobo Den podcast with it's Giovanni Diaz. He's a, a, a comedian from Chicago. Yeah, I, I have heard of him. Absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> and he uh, right when he tells. So the episode drops and he sends me a bunch of messages. And he after he sends me the messages about what he wants me to plug, he plays this video <laughs> from a show in Chicago called Old Town Clowns. It's 10 seconds. Okay. <laughs> Just please shut up. My other kind of 
That was me yelling at that woman yeah. who melted down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that happened. Well, you know, that was that was 10 years ago, wasn't it? I, I still, I'm still capable of that. <laughs> you were almost there today with the Vikings. No, I wasn't. I, no. I, yeah, I was getting there. I was you getting were getting there. there. I was, I was getting you were there. just being so sarcastic. I know, exactly. I was like cheering. It. There you go. <laughs> Lose it up. Anyway, I don't want to go down that path. I want to either pop on La Brea or pop on uh, the the TV standings. No, we're going to put on La Brea, yeah. and then I got the standings. I, I want to see La Brea. You know, in La Brea, the tar pit say. Man, I got to figure out this compressor with you yelling. It's weird. It's a, I either yell. No, don't pull the mic away. Don't pull the mic away. That, okay. that makes it worse. Okay. This is, we're having this problem. <laughs> I can control it. I need the mic close to your face. I understand. It's all good, yeah. man. It's just, you know. Just relax. We got a show going on. Oh, no, I'm not worked up. I'm just trying to show you that mic technique. So, yeah, we. uh, It's not you. It's me. I got the controls all right here. Let's pop on. uh, La Brea. I say you've been taken. Why you do it like a pirate? Because I feel like it's like a Scotsman. No, that's like dinosaur. Even his Irish. You know, even though I've been take La Brea, La Brea okay. means swamp in what? Spanish. I, I thought it, it sounds it sounds or like pit. Montrose. I, no, I know, but I there's no like, nothing. Exactly. Yeah, because it is. It's Spanish, <laughs> but for some reason, I want to say it with a Scottish accent. I don't know why. I don't. I know. And do. that's almost pirate a little bit. <laughs> It is, uh, yeah, I want to see this show because I'm sure it's just, God, I care about it. There's such quality. It's such quality. It's fun. It's a, it's an okay show. Of course it's okay. See, here's the thing, though. Here's what we, I, just advice for yeah. the show in general. It can't, I get making fun of it, but you get mad sometimes. Yeah, of course I get mad. This is a waste of resources. But like. <laughs> As a species. But this is what our show is based on. Like, you can't. This can't result in you putting a gun in your mouth because you watch La Brea. Do, come on. It, come on. It's not that bad. <laughs> I got to spell it. Put on La Brea. Oh, it'll require me to spell. I'm just kidding. Oh, if it's popular enough, it'll pop up the second. Yeah, it's number three. It oh, knows. Fuck. Uh-oh. I hate these fucking interfaces without a keyboard. <laughs> Give me a keyboard. Okay. Oh, oh, episode one. Is it sort of like the V of its time? <laughs> no, it's, I mean, you. I don't think we've gotten there yet. It's definitely a little green pussy in the ground that people are falling through. <laughs> Does it go to a different realm or something? Or, yeah. So or, there, or they, so what, so I'll give you a little, they're in Los Angeles, but in prehistoric times. So she falls through a thing that she's exactly where she fell through, but in prehistoric times. Well, it's, it's land of the lost. It's got a land of the lost element to it with Chaka. So we got this ad here. Oh, that looks good, man. Halloween Kills. It's it's going to be on Peacock. They're double debuting it. Did did you see the uh, email I sent you about Jamie Lee Curtis talking about the Godfather 1 and 2? No. I I sent you an email. You didn't get that? Shit. Okay. You have a Gmail account, correct? Yeah. I sent it to that yesterday. It was a four-day deadline Hollywood. They have the movie that lit your fuse. And she talked about Godfather, Godfather 1 and 2, and she was just going off for All right. 20 minutes. And I sent it to you. I need to do something, Crow, because the sound is a terror. Like yeah. you, yeah. I need, I'm going to put the mic where I need it, yeah. and you yeah. could go in or as out as you need. What's, yeah. You're okay, speaking above up. the microphone. Well, yeah, because I yell too much. So I don't wanna... I leave that to me, though. Okay, okay. 
So I, I thought you wanted to see my face as opposed to having it up. Yeah, can. I raised the camera. Okay, okay. I made right. the thing at least right there. Okay, well, this is different than what's been in the past. And it's another change, and we're watching the same. This is good. We'll, we'll watch the early part of it again. When, oh, this is Jillian Vigman. Again, glib conversation. Insincere. Insincere is to me the, the, the word glib. Oh. I'll make yeah. a little kind of biting. Who did sarcastic you think that comment. was eventually? Jillian Vigman, I thought it was. Let me look was her wrong. up. Let's look her up. Yeah, you'll recognize her. She's been in a few things. Jillian Vigman. She was in The Hangover. She was Bradley Cooper's uh, wife or girlfriend in The Hangover. Okay, yeah, I know who that is. Yeah, she was in some stuff. She's been in some TV shows. You know, she's funny. Like, she's actually a pretty good uh, comedic actress, you know? 49. Yeah, Dave Dave Gibbs is that is that one of the fucking her, 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 is he related to them? I, I wonder. No, yeah. Is oh, he's a musician. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, is he related to the fucking? Uh, oh, I don't know. I hope the Gibbs are all over though. <laughs> he's a, he's on nephew. Are they British or oh, Australian? Yeah. Oh yeah, no, yeah, they're they're British. I, I don't think it's real. Oh, but Gibb is the last name. It must be a, a coincidence. I, I don't know if those they might have had a couple kids. I mean, they, they liked women. I know that much. They were not, you know, <laughs> they, they did, you know, Maurice and Barry. Again, my mom. You think they called wind. him Mo? <laughs> it's weird how pussy they were, but like really masculine men. Like oh, oh Harry as hell. My mom was aroused by Barry Gibb. As I said before, <laughs> aroused by Barry Gibb. I mean, just literally squirming in her seat. Oh my God, he is oh like sucking wind. Oh, oh, he is so handsome. My mom was just aroused by Barry. The, Gibb. The she, he was the pinnacle of a man. Oh, 1978. Yes, I was nine playing Nerf hoop. I didn't know Hang what was on. going on. I'm prepubescent. I wonder if now that we're in at, oh, yeah, I could fast forward because it's like uh, two weeks old. Yeah, yeah. I didn't mind that scene, though. We're, we're reliving it, man. We got to let it breathe. Also, we man. got this freak club-footed girl. Yeah. Well, she's like, because they're like, you know, they got to tick that box off, right? It's also like geared. They're literally making this for like the people who live within a 10 block radius of this spot in L.A. Oh, dude. I do. <laughs> this is my commute to work. Yeah, absolutely. This area. I drive past that building a lot. At least once or twice a week. I go past that building. The fingerprint building. Yeah. I call it. You know, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's the car museum that read. So for people watching, uh, for Rob Aponte watching, uh, but the thousands listening. Yeah, how are that's you guys? True. Welcome uh, to the show, thank everybody. You for listening. By the way, yeah, I, I, that's the way it is with kids today. Uh, uh, uh. Mommy, mom, this is going to be the most dramatic. So she's moment. falling in a pit caused by the Labreatar pits. Yeah, um, <laughs> and yeah, she's going to fall in a green pussy and be in the prehistoric time. Well, because that it takes off. Like she wakes up, she comes to in this prehistoric time. Yeah, and the sign. I thought her acting. Here's how bad she here. figures it out, Crow. Yeah. So she outruns some weird shit. She finds a bunch of other people because more people fell into the pussy. There goes the car museum. Well, the cop, the black female cop. Oh, this is just amazing. I know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so she falls into the puss yeah. and then she looks around and then look at their fucking peg leg. <laughs> no. Is it Harvey you better Keen? Get, you better get this running in now. You can't perform in the Olympics. You know, <laughs> special games for her. Yeah, yeah, it's. Well, I remember being like, "Whoa, man, this is the pit that just look at it, man." Yeah, ate your look mom. Look at it. It just fucking took it all down. We're gonna go crow cam while I fucking. Would that go. actually happen out here? <laughs> out where? I mean, the big one. Like when the big one truly. Oh hits, yeah. When the big one truly hits, 
how bad is it going to truly be? You think? What's going oh, to catastrophic! Yeah. Tens of thousands of people will die instantly. Yeah, yeah, it'll be pretty big. Uh, yeah. What percent of the of the structures get ruined? Do you think seventy five percent? Uh, for a little forty, you're saying a large, a large yeah, most yeah. of downtown. Anything built after the World War historic core will stay because it's all fucking brick limestone. House. Yeah, yeah. But still, it's like, oh, man. Yeah, you go out in the valley, those Cracker Jack box houses out there will just be flattened. My building will be flattened. It'll be flattened, my building. I, I, I know that. But whatever. We'll see. Yeah, that's how you live out here. There's a large portion of LA that will sink into the ground because Cobra Doesn't that sound romantic? A seduction zone. Like literally, we're, it'll we're, fall into there's there's no there's water underneath it. No, if underneath it. it'll fall into the abyss, a watery abyss, and, and literally like, like fall hundred feet, two hundred feet. Oh, no. oh, oh my god, oh my god, you ain't surviving that one. You ain't surviving that one. You ain't. I believe it. I mean, we legitimately like, have moved places based on like liquefaction zones and shit. I, I, I believe it. You know, I mean, I, I, yeah, I think it's, I mean, again, I'm here for a finite amount of time to try to accomplish something. And uh, we're on our way. You know, we are issuing the next iteration of our script. Just to let you know. We'll see how that goes. But we have a much more professional packet. I'm, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic about this i think something could actually so this happen. guy knows about the pussy i just want to help oh he's like me he uh, wants to uh, eat that shit uh, no guarantees. Uh, work 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 the bean work the bean <laughs> that's all you have to do <laughs> a guy with a beard like that wouldn't find a big green fucking time pussy in fucking in you the think world so? oh i think well wouldn't he he's a handsome man I mean, he's kind of like wolverine right he looks a bit like hugh jackman right that, that's the look they're trying to give him correct I'm not denying his hotness. I'm just saying he's like, a handsome enough man. He works, you know. It oh, sounds like a guy that rugged. Would, he'd use his smarts to seek out a fucking pussy in the in the ground. <laughs> he actually wants to have sex with he's the pussy. He's an incel. <laughs> he actually wants to throw more people through it so he could jerk <laughs> off. I got to get it wet and to get it God. to get the earth pussy the wet. Fact you have that to throw. An what if that's the just, plot? What if that's the plot to get the to maintain oh, the wetness right. of the earth pussy? They have to throw oh, people through not, it. Now we're now we're, we're getting into a dumb zone. But, but that's I, funny. I, I want to see this other world they go to. Okay, 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 okay. You'll see it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay, this is yeah. Is this is this a, a, a father and daughter connecting? Okay. Yes. Yeah, he's the one who knows where the pussy. What's is. his blood red eyes? Why does he have that? Because he's been up all night looking for earth pussies. Is he? Is he <laughs> It's, it's backbreaking work. You don't just find them. Wilshire Boulevard. Oh, oh, oh! Here, oh, she. Oh my God! Now, what? What annoys you just about the sight of her in prehistoric times? <laughs> I can't suspend my disbelief. I can't suspend it. It's just like it's just she's just gone into a different world, which is what we all want to do when we look at television i don't want to think about i want to i want the blunt face to, i want my face to be rubbed in it i want it to be worse <laughs> this is why you liked roots as a kid well yeah because yeah it, it was uh you know it was a, I, it's not that i disrespected history yeah it's just as a kid i knew like this is about adult shit i'm seven 
I'm going to watch wrestling. When I'm 15, I'll watch Roots. Like, to me, when I was that young, I was like, this is definitely going to be boring. Like, I get that it's oh, important. Oh, it didn't bore me at all. But I was into the storylines. The storylines of Roots resonated in my eight-year-old mind. In my seven-year-old mind, they Kunta Kinte resonated. It had an effect on my mindset. That's the power of drama, my friend. If you create quality, quality drama, it's the, the power of it. it. It can affect change. <laughs> Well, what did Roots affect, really? Let's well, be for honest. Me, for me, it was just like, oh, I realized, oh. Besides award-winning television shows about slavery. Black people were slaves. It was like, wow. I, I, that, 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 there was a sense See, of history See, that's where I think, be, here's what worked. Because of Roots, I didn't have to watch Roots. Because everyone told me, like, man, this is really fucking intense and deep. And, like, and I learned about, like, a, it was slavery light. But, like, yeah. the shit Roots taught you, I learned in, like, third through sixth grade. Yeah, yeah. You just went at a time where that was not a part of the education curriculum. curriculum. In the second grade, I mean, and everyone watched it. Network TV, that was a cumulative effect. L- literally half the country, or at least a third, watched Roots. They watched every single episode of Roots. Half the fucking, if not half, at least a third of the country watched. It was that powerful. Like every, so it was a shared collective experience of people talking about it. You watch it. What about that? When that happened, you, but now it's like everything is so individualized. Your market is like, you're a market of one. Okay. So you're not bound by. So things. the sun is also inside of the earth pussy with mom. Oh, so they find each other. Yeah, they find each other. You find each other in the earth puss. So there's chunks of real LA now. You Can you imagine as a caveman? There's going to be cave people, bro. Imagine the shit that you... I, I'm not asking you to believe it, Yeah. but imagine the things you're going to be upset about in this show. Oh, oh it's incredible. Uh, to me, how, how I project into this, there was a show when I was a kid, seven years old, 1976, called The Bermuda Triangle. The Bermuda Triangle was a 70s phenomenon. You feared the Bermuda Triangle. You didn't want to fly over the Bermuda Triangle. There were uh, Airport 3, Airport 77, the third one of the installment, flew over the Bermuda Triangle. That's where the ship, the, the plane landed into the Bermuda Triangle. The Bermuda Triangle was like fear. I mean, ships went down there. It was a very frightening thing. So uh, there was a show called the Bermuda Triangle. And what it was is this boat went into it and it got sucked into a different realm got sucked into a different realm. And then they, they, they were in this bizarro world that was like underneath. And it was, I remember being like seven and liking it a lot. This feels like that to me. This feels like that. Like, like so that do you trope. Think, you think there's eventually a way? Well, you've aged out of it, but do you think you can eventually start liking this show based on that of just like, oh, I liked a show like this as a kid. Maybe I could no, get into it. No, no, I couldn't. No, no, I couldn't. <laughs> Not at all. I don't know. Okay, here hey. we go. Let's watch. What does she know? Nothing. Riley... It's my mom. She's a fucking dumb girl, my mom. Well, yeah, wouldn't you go unconscious? Does that explain? <laughs> Fell into the sinkhole, got scattered, like, randomly. <laughs> Followed that smoke to get here, but that's it. Same for me. God, this audience. Who Who's watching this? What's the age group? Well, let's go to the... This is a fucking great question, Crocious. Yeah. Let's go to the league, baby. Uh, let's put up the fucking big ticket sports for the fucking... We got American <laughs> Television League. I hated that shit when NBA Jam and fucking the inside stuff had music like that. I yeah. was just like, come on, man, like play a guitar riff yeah. <laughs> for Christ's sakes. It was urban, as they used to say. Hey, look at me. We got a multidimensional cast. Oh, we're going to raise this guy up because he'll compete with Kumail Nanjiani. So on October Yay. 1st, the second episode of La Brea, we're watching the pilot uh, again. 
Um, let's see where La Brea stands right now. So right now, NCIS has regained top billing. They took a win this week, uh, 28.31 super rating. Wow. Uh, really kicking in. They got a, they have a plot going right now of like the serial killer plot. So like that's going to affect him long term. I think the dude blew himself up in front of Gibbs, who is Mark Harmon's character. So he's got to deal with that for the rest of the show. Um, and then we got num- serial murderers. Uh, they're going to that. So good for them. Okay. Yeah, that's a okay. Dexter fucking thing. Uh, we have manifest in second place, still hanging in with that Netflix. Uh, we can even check in live because a lot of times the the updated ratings come in. Uh, it's probably going to be 9-11 heavy because we're a month behind and it's actually going to be the week of 9-11. So it's going to be turning point 9-11 might be number one. Yeah. Might have cracked a million yeah. watch minutes. Yeah. Um, Is this a gay couple they have here? And then they have a Mark Wahlberg lookalike. They have a like, <laughs> yeah. He yeah. well, that's the Mark Wahlberg couldn't get him. Yeah, we should spread he, he's the, the stunt double for Wahlberg. Home. You know what they do? Yeah, Hugh Jackman's in this too. No, but they need him. He's the oh. he's the dude looking for the pussy. Exactly. Oh yeah, they, they, his they, ex wives. They they've hit all those. God, it's amazing how 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 contrived this is. But they put money into this too. That that's what disturbs me. Is that this? I mean, there's some money that's been put into this. This is also, not like Aponte says you're a hundred percent right about Land of the Lost. <laughs> that, that what that? It's just a bad TV show. Oh yeah, well, I watched it as a kid. Don't put the green and yellow crystals together. <sighs> that was a Land of the My Lost. Wedding ring, deep it's cut. gone. It must have fallen yeah. off in the woods. Your mood ring? Oh, I think a cave person found her wedding ring. Who found it? Watch your surroundings, okay? Oh, her husband, yeah, he grabbed it he off. Just, he just goes out. Is, so this is trying to tap into oh, Lost he also? he found it in the future. That's what it is. So he finds her wedding ring, like, balled up in the ground. And he, that's my, I put that in a, a pot of ragu and served it to her. <laughs> she swallowed it, and I had to At go least in. progresso. She swallowed yeah. it, and we had to wait for her to shit it out the next morning. <laughs> it was hilarious. What a way to kick off an engagement. But this is the ring. It still smells like shit. That's oh, how I know God. it's hers. <laughs> I, okay, so this is... I, I know the answer to that. This dude is obviously like... An episode of they're Law. grooming him to take over, to nip at the heels of certain actors, well, Middle Eastern, you know... I mean, the guy in the fucking puffy fisherman vest, that's yes. your leader right there. Yeah, well, he, you know, we can put we can put things in there. Yeah, but that's light as a feather. He's probably being paid by the fucking Columbia company to test that out right now. Go into the earth pussy. See how our new fucking clothes do inside the earth pussy. God, God, this is just oh. slapping this together, writing this material. I don't appreciate being called a liar. So she's like, well, she's like uh, Rodriguez, Michelle Rodriguez. Like, they're all like one notch less attractive, you know? (laughs) Step away from him right now. You got it? Got a firecracker there, Josh. He cheers for the Minnesota Vikings when they win. He's looking for protein bars. This is, they've quickly, see, that's where Lost was good as Lost moved slower. Like, they're already fighting over food. Yeah, like they yeah. they've figured shit out too quickly. She saw the Wilshire sign fucking stuck into the ground and immediately was like, "We're in L.A." Oh no, here's what it is. She looks over and she sees the mountains that separate the valley oh, from, God. and she just goes, "I think we're in L.A." Oh. Just not then. Then, oh God. So okay. Oh yeah, let's watch. So more. number three, as we watch this, Lisa's the a broad voice. Side. The voice got six points this week because it's on two nights a week. So I respect that more, two than, more than Mass Singer. 
two wins. So at that's at 25.22 Super League points. Grey's Anatomy debuted. We got the fucking ratings. Yeah. Uh, we got... So it debuted at about four and a half million people, and then but that was above average, so it yeah. took the win. So at seven point seven six nine added to it, we got a twenty one point eight oh nine super rating, number four in the league. Those are Champions League spots, baby. Yeah, yeah, it is. There, here's what's funny about that: they show you a disclaimer at the beginning of the episode saying this takes place in a fictional post COVID world. They're done with COVID. They're not show mentioning it. Grey's Anatomy, <laughs> and they're letting you know. And they say, currently, <laughs> currently, COVID is still very much. They say COVID is still ravaging the United States. Well, again, which it is, it, but like, it, calm it, down, it, be it, happy. It, it is like, don't worry, be happy. The fact that that's like the voice of like that theme in American drama. Marcus Welby hospital themed shows have been an anchor forever. And it's like people look at it and say, is this what a hospital must be like? like the, the understanding of healthcare and the healthcare system. It's very much just, ah, I, I'm, cr- I, it's, I'm critical of it. I am critical of just, uh, so, so did it's you, all individual. It's not systemic. So did you like St. Elsewhere? Yeah. St. Elsewhere and, and ER. I actually, ER. Uh, ER was, oh, look at this. Oh, oh, they're in Wolf World. Oh my God. Watch out, man. Now it gets deep. Watch out, Wahlberg. Watch out, Wahlberg. Uh oh, uh oh. Yeah, this is dramatic. So this is turns into like those midnight movies or those, uh, those you know, those uh, Kirsten Stewart, uh, what were those called again? <laughs> Twilight movies. <laughs> Twilight. They do. Those are fucking Team Jacob. There we go. Right yeah, man. This is, this is, I'm sorry. How would that bother you? Let me throw that at you. You mentioned Twilight. So during the height of that, there's two characters in that. You have Jacob and you have Edward. Edward's the vampire, the Tom Cruise pale fuck. And Jacob is Taylor fucking Lauren. Taylor Lautner, he's a fucking nobody now. He's yeah. probably fucking shooting craps in yeah. Vegas right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, because he was like, they were grooming him as a name because he was kind of handsome, sort of, and you know, yeah, good body and stuff, right? You know, I mean? COVID sort of- fucking killed it for Taylor Lautner. Wow, I don't wow. know. I'm just kidding. Yeah, uh, he was gone way before that. So it was him, but they were so adorable and so attractive. Women love wanted to fuck him so bad. People would walk around with Team Jacob or Team Edward. You had to throw your allegiance to one of them because what you year? Just, what year was this? What was this? Mid two thousands. You had to be oh, team, seven. Maybe? You had to be Team Jacob or Team Edward. They were they were rolling down the end. Nine God. ten was like the end of the movies. God, I'm so old. I don't. I, I'm so glad. I, I, I that wouldn't even come into my reality. I was like working and shit and like thinking about my career and you know and like it looked. Aponte wants uh, the intro to Land of the Lost. We can probably f- work that it's in a somehow. Marshall, Will, and Holly on a routine expedition. I the want effects you to see. on this are on when they go down the stream. I'm telling you, it's amazing. Oh yeah, when they go down the stream, Daddy, Daddy, do something. Ah, and they go down the stream. The effects in this are unbelievably bad. It's great. It was bad when I was eight years old. If we pop that on, although this is pretty good. I'm a doctor. Let's take a look. I'm a of doctor. Of course he's a doctor. They should I need I would love a show where there's no doctor. <laughs> I don't know. I'm a, I'm a plumber. Several people die of island related diseases. <laughs> <clears throat> what if there's MS13 I mean, here too? So it's got also it's got the disaster movie element of each person has kind of a trade What if they the cavemen are vatos? They're Mexican <laughs> fucking Yo, Holmes. <laughs> it's Danny Trejo, just a tribe of Trejos. <laughs> Yo, hey, I, I could, you know, why not at this point? Who are you, know? you fuckers? Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> they ride up on rocks that hop up and down. Just fucking low rockers. Look at this. Oh, this is the, yes. 
What we know is that today's tragedy was a natural disaster. The sinkhole at La Brea is the largest of its kind. And as of this moment, we don't know how deep it goes. Dr. Nathan, what about the victims? Are there any numbers? No, not yet. Are there any plans to send a rescue mission to locate any survivors? Not at this time. I know where the clit is. He just yells it. <laughs> I know where the... What? I work the bean it's every a, night. It's a pussy. I do it. <laughs> Don't believe him. It's a pussy. Uh, yeah, no, the, the fact that they're trying to make this plot line still kind of believable in reality and then create this alternate reality, which, by the way, those dogs look like Clash of the Titans from 1981. That special effect was rather dated looking. That's me saying that. And, and I usually go with and roll with that stuff. That dog that took that guy away into the fucking wolf den, whatever. You didn't while like While we it. were talking about Twilight. So literally, it'd be a team, one of those guys. Yeah, Twilight. The burger for a good year. All the Burger King bags said Team Jacob or Team Edward. It was like a. It was like one of the your fry container would either have Edward or Jacob on it. I personally like werewolves more than vampires. I think vampires are fucking lame detention fucking kids. Yeah, Uh, werewolves are actually out there ripping throats out, and they they're amongst men because unless it's a full moon, you can be out there. Yeah, I always prefer the wolf man. Yeah, he can, he can, he's an automaton or whatever the he fuck. He can turn into different animals, right? No, he's like an eel. He's a Native American. Oh. And so, like, part of their lore and their culture is to, that they turn into wolves to protect their tribe from the fucking vampires. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I bought, okay. Yeah. Werewolves. Because the, I, I agree with you. I was much more of a wolfman fan than a vampire. I, Although vampires scared the shit out of me. When I was like eight, nine, ten years old, Christopher Lee vampire movies authentically scared me. Like they were they were scared. Like the vampire myth really scared me for about three years. But I was pretty young. I guess the vampire yeah. myth. I guess every culture has a vampire myth. Werewolves? There's a creature that takes blood and stuff. It's, oh, yeah. It's, it's a very much a thematic thing. Werewolves you know? freaked me out for a little bit. I remember there was a story in The Inquirer. Do you remember like The Inquirer magazine? Oh, yes. The tabloids? Absolutely. There was a story about a boy who was like half werewolf, a little half werewolf boy. <laughs> and I lost sleep over it. And my stepdad had to like yell at me. But I remember the tone of the of the of the of him talking to me wasn't like, you know, it's not real. Don't worry about it. It was like if I keep waking up for work and you're on the couch like this is start this is starting to ruin your marriage between you and your mother like you're being ridiculous. You're a little puss. He didn't say that, yeah, but it was just yeah. kind of like snap out of it. Like, what are you thinking? Yeah, that, that, that is a classic old school parenting tactic, you know. That's classical. Also, school. the fact that it really baffled me that he was angry that I was on. That's he found me one morning. I would go for some reason. If I'm afraid as a kid, I would go yeah. on the love seat. It was cooler in the living yeah. room. I would just go in the couch. I couldn't be in the room where I was afraid. Yeah. And I remember one morning he woke up. He had to wake up at like four in the morning and he taps me and he just goes, get in your room. Ooh. And that was the next day where he had to basically like. You're not, but like, you know, this shit's fake. It's fucking don't ever do this again. Yeah. You stay in that room all night. I don't care if you don't sleep. That That is uh, anxiety. Yeah, it's not getting to the root of the anxiety. It's just basically blaming for you for your feelings. That, that is a, not a symptom, but that is a sign. Like a, a more astute parent should be able to kind of read that sign a little better and feel, well, is something bothering you? What's up? You know, what's going on? Like, try to get to the root of it and, and, and try to deal with it. Because I'm very reasonable in that regard. I'd be a very good father. Anyway, go ahead. There you go. 
Now you're getting, but into but, it. but no, but you know, you, you, I mean, I, I could see that that never happened to me. I mean, I was, uh, I, I didn't have those ah, stressors. I did, I did sometimes, but not bad. So what's happening? Well, why is is he coming to now? Are they? This is worse. Yeah, I'm acting. Can't you tell? I know, but you got through it. I was it, at least right? Rosberg's class for the past four you? weeks, and I, I, I had sex with the instructor. So he, he gave me a chance to actually do an audition for this because I gave him a blowjob. What if he's because like? Because I want to do anything to become a famous human being. You're a terrible mother. <laughs> You're a turf. Yeah, that that's his last. That's his last. Yeah, that's great. That's great. I fucked. Yeah, this is a moment. Yeah, they're having I a, fucked Aunt Debbie, and then he just dies. <laughs> but at least I lost my virginity with someone I know. <laughs> okay, so the wound's wrapped, but he needs those antibiotics. Leading won't stop without sutures. Anyway, he's losing exactly. blood. Exactly. That creates that timeline. There's a pressure of that. Hey, That's it's a low-lying timeline. They have to have three or four timelines so, of pressure. Uh, clickbait is still in there at number five. Twenty-one point twelve super rating. That's that Netflix show. Yeah. But Squid Game is going to be number one. Squid Game has been number one on Netflix. That's what I'd like to do for a little bit once we quit watching this. It, it just uh, got released. We'll go Squid to the Game. Netflix menu and we'll see the top ten. And that is a reflection of what these what will be in these standings in a month. Can, can we also see? The opening scene for Land of the Lost, as requested. Yeah, we by, could do that. Could do that. I could pull I it mean, up. We, right we watched now. a little bit of this. This is this is bizarre. I, I I don't. I mean, there's a lot going on here that I have a difficult time. Yeah, I realize it's a, it's a straightforward storyline. I guess they're trying to be. I find that it's chaotic. It's it's kind of a mess. This show, um, um, but it's, uh, this this La Brea, it's kind of a mess to me. Yeah, I mean, they're trying to do a lot early. Yeah, they're giving you a lot, you know, and it's sort of like I don't know. Uh, I tell you what, I think when you first do a show, I don't think it's easy. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, I don't think it's easy. Those first couple episodes, I, I you know, you don't quite know what it is. That's why a show that can hit the ground running, Battlestar Galactica, which I thought was a great show, the Ron Moore show. I, I binge watched that ten years ago, and uh, it started off good immediately. The first episode's great, and it's good the entire way through. There were also quality actors on it. There was there was some quality acting in that. You know, at least four, five, six different different quality actors. That 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 makes a difference. You know. <laughs> All right. Well, essentially, I mean, we don't have to watch any more La Brea. You know okay. what the show is. Yes, I showed you the pussy. You saw the wolves. But it inspired. It inspired. This, Land of the Lost. Yeah. Even though it, I, I was saying the Bermuda Triangle. But Land of the Lost is a comparable sort of show. Oh, my show. God. This is just already looking at it. This is fucking America's Doctor Who. Oh, oh, it's well, it, it's Sid and Marty Croft. It was it was uh, Electro Woman and Dino Girl. They had the same sort of production company, I believe. Maybe it was Hanna-Barbera. But no, I think it's Sid and Marty Croft, which was uh, Sigmund and the Sea Monsters. Oh, 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 no. Well, this is this is the animation version. Oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at this. <laughs> when I was eight, I knew this was bad. When I was eight, listen, Daddy, Daddy, do something. Oh, Sid Marty Croft. I thought Land of the Lost was the same thing as where they're on the moon. Land. What's uh, the space show? Danger, Will Robinson. No, 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 no. That, well, there's a the far out space. The far out space nuts was also a Sid and Marty Croft. Yeah, here, yeah. They, they meet like dinosaurs and shit. Look at this claymation. Wesley. I, I was heavily into this show. 
How long did it take you to age out of it? About a year. You were done in a yeah, year? Yeah, I was done in a year. But I, the Sid and Marty Croft hour, they had all these Sid and Marty Croft shows. And, and they have the, uh, not, not Chewbacca, they have uh, Chaka. Chaka, there was a second, here he goes, he opens his mouth up. Oh, and the camera goes in there. <laughs> what did I say, Chaka? It's the first episode. This is the pilot. Yeah, they, they introduced Chaka. Chaka is like this, <laughs> I don't know what his species is trying to be. Yeah, they're living in this dinosaur world. Isn't he cute? He may be cute, Holly, but he's still a dinosaur, and that makes him dangerous. I think I'll name him Spot. Spot? Are you kidding? They're there immediately, huh? So the yeah. intro just shows you that there, there's no scene where they're in regular time at all. No, no, they're, they're just in Bizarro World. They're in a, they're in like prehistoric times because they went over because of an earthquake. They went over a, a waterfall, and that's what happens. Uh, Aponte says, uh, uh, Adam, I super hope you've seen Portlandia episode on Battlestar Galactica. Oh, I actually have not, but I it's it's a good show. I, what do they talk about it a lot? I'm sure like, they do. They probably mock the old one. It, well, the old one's hilarious. The good one, the new one is great. It's it's one of the best television shows I've ever seen. I binge watched it, you know, and I don't do that normally. It's so good. The only thing Crow binge watches is World War Two in color. <laughs> I actually have I've broken that habit, which I'm very happy. I finally broke that. You're 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 going into a certain level of dorkdom where you don't even have a chance of ever kissing a woman again if you actually just watch nothing but World War II in color. You are truly an OG incel if you're only doing that. It's like, come on, go out and get some tail. They got this Muhammad Ali documentary. This fucking I watched it. Muhammad Ali. I watched it. What was good about it was the '70s years of his boxing. The politicals I've already knew. The 70s boxing, oh my God. How long is the clay years? Is that one or two parts? Oh, it's like, uh, I think there's four episodes and it's the first like episode and a half, I okay. think. And then, he, you know, or maybe the first episode and they, but they do a lot of his 70s boxing. He boxed constantly because he just ran out of money. I guess he would leave the, he would leave the door with $30,000 cash and people would come up and give him a sob story and he would just, and he wouldn't have any money at the end of the day. He would just leave with thirty thousand dollars cash, and then because he was so, because he, he was giving it to everyone. Generosity was his gambling. Yeah, it's like wow, what a good human being. I don't know. At the same time, you're not changing things. It's not systemic. Yeah, I mean, short term you are. I think yeah, that's because yeah. a lot of people think that's the kind of real these grand gestures. Even like George Lucas donates four billion dollars to education, but like, what does that do? Where does yeah. it go? Yeah, where like. If he were, if he would have went to every school and cut checks, I think people would have been like, "Oh my God, what a fucking guy!" Yeah, yeah. It goes through the nonprofit industrial complex, and they got to pay their staffers too. How much the money actually gets in people's in people's pockets, or they're able to buy new books, or or, or build their uh, newer facilities, or whatever. You pay their hey, bills. Holly. That's Holly. Did you hear it? Is she a famous actress, or was she done no, after this? No, I think she was. She was sort of a known. She was in some Disney movies of that era. I can't remember which movies, but oh, jeez! Here we go. Is he Chaka? Are you out of your mind? You can't go walking around the jungle. So Chaka becomes their friend, though, huh? Well, yeah, but he's like this different creature with like fake teeth. He's got this weird body fur, yet his face is like perfectly oval out of what he's wearing. So you see what I'm doing, Keith? His face looks like this. It's got this. Oh, so oh, yeah. yeah. There's an obelisk thing. And, and there's, there's slee stacks. Where I the, keep the, thinking. I know the slee stacks, but I keep thinking that eventually I'm going to get like world class fucking like costumes. Like, <laughs> so there's no CGI in this. <laughs> no, this was CGI was like that was like not even. It could, when was Star Wars? 77. So the, that was before this. Was, this. Uh, 
this might be the same year as Star Wars, but that was like, I mean, was there any CGI in Star Wars? They invented the Pixar camera Jesus for it. Christ. They invented like basic, basic computer generated shit where like the idea of putting something in front of a, a picture and having it look real because they needed space shots Yeah, where they were like, we need a way for us to make these little toy battles look real. Yeah. And before that, that's why they probably couldn't do an origin for this because they're like, there's no technological way for them to fall into a pit or something. Yeah, exactly. They were able to do that one shot of the rocks opening and superimpose them into it. Yeah. And they were like, that's all they need for the show. It'll start with them. Yeah. All we can afford is a jungle scene. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There they are. There's Chaka's family. Oh, oh, oh. See, see, it has, it has a certain... Were uh, you in... Was your... I mean, obviously, you weren't, like, actually believing in this, but were you able to be like, oh, this is cool? Like, were you suspending your disbelief? Oh, without a doubt. I was completely riveted. I was riveted by this because it was like this What happened? World. Was Reagan that fucked to where this just fucking... I'm joking. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you make it sound like I have no capacity. It does to seem like though that the '80s took a lot of your like excitement out. That, no, like, it didn't. It did not. I, I, I was believe me, I was an excitable yeah. boy then too. But you also, I feel like, are normal and different from me in that you've followed your age progressions normally. Like when you turned twelve or thirteen, you just knew like that's all kid shit. I, like, I quit I playing with toys when I was yeah. like, probably twelve or thirteen. I quit. I'd say maybe 13 was the last time I ever played with toys. A young 13. And I was like, I'm kind of over with this. It doesn't work anymore. You wanted to like I go play. To go out, yeah. And go out. I mean, I also played a lot when I was probably 9, 10, 11 years. I was outside a lot. But when I was alone, I played with toys. My alone time, I wasn't done with that. I'd probably watching TV. Probably had to do a little studying. You know, it wasn't just, I don't know, it was over, you know. It's over. Look at that, man. This is dramatic. Yeah, yeah, this is Chaka. Did you care about her? Did you like, you wanted to protect her? <laughs> Listen, did you care about her? What did you think about her? <laughs> Listen to me. I'm Howard Sterning. You. Listen to me. No, listen to me. What did you think about her? Did you want to? Uh, I was kind of. Did you want to touch those little titties between no, there? I, I was attracted to her. I, I knew I, I liked girls when I was seven years old. So that's Chaka. Is when it a little midget or, or is that a boy? Well, yeah, it's a boy, like in a in a in, in a in a suit. Say, if you're so concerned about germs, why are you offering him our canteen? Because maybe he's thirsty. <gasps> he doesn't even know what you're offering him. Oh, oh, he's oh. retarded. Yeah, yeah. Well, they have this Look at him. He's a, he's a little brown hairy boy. Water. Were Sid and Marty Croft any sort of pol political, or are they just no? On it, they're it, just it, on acid. It, yeah, it was all kind of uh, shows like again, Sigmund and the Sea Monsters, H.R. Puffin stuff was Weird, one of the first just things over here on LSD. Uh, yeah, Electro Woman and Dino Girl, Doctor Shrinker. Uh, the, they, I mean, they had a pantheon of of shows from like seventy one to seventy eight that were. I mean, these are these are shows of my childhood, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Speaking of that, do you want to go side by side with TV history with this? Sure. Uh, let's finish out the league, though. We got yeah, uh, yeah. Chicago Med with Netflix's help uh, taking a lead with the, they won on the new episode, but they're also up in Netflix. So they got a 20 super rating. Yeah. Uh, we have Coco Melon. Uh, number seven. That is that the children are keeping cocoa melon up. That's like a morning. Your kid wakes up, you fucking throw some cocoa melon on. You go blow a line in the bathroom, <laughs> snort some fucking Adderall to keep up with your kid. So you got to do. You got to snort the ad. Yeah. Uh, nine, ten, uh, or uh, the numbers are fucked up. But uh, oh, thank you, camera, camera. Uh, we got Chicago Fire, FBI. The FBI's are in a chain. And those are all CBS shows, correct? Yes. CBS. So is that like 11, 10, 12? Uh, what, what is so that? let's see. Uno, dos, tres, 
cuatro, cinco, seis, nine, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. So they're nine, ten, eleven. The FBI's. Yeah. So yeah, they they've kind of been stable at that place for several yeah, weeks and they now. move with each other. So they've kind of been winning. You know, everything's been going up. A lot of wins this week. All those plus threes on the side, guys. Those are all wins. That all means that all these episodes were above average. Um, well, people are probably getting into a bit of a TV mode too because it's. It's starting to turn into fall in a lot of the country. Not here. Yeah, mid-afternoon snack, I guess. That was a great fucking... <laughs> that's a drop right there, boy. Uh, we got Criminal Minds, what was Mass that from? Singer. Oh. That's Land of the Lost is still okay. playing in the background. Cool. Yeah, Mass Singer. Th- that show offends my sense. 2019, 18, uh, I don't like that, that, that is show. 16. Mass Singer? Yeah, and then it's, NCIS it's Hawaii. Yeah. It's climbing up there. By the end of the season, NCIS Hawaii, I feel like we'll have some juice. Maybe yeah. in the 30s or the 40s. Uh, Chicago PD 18 dancing with the stars 19 La Brea is in the basement with a 12.373 but they're still in the top league though right yes and, and what we're ranking is that 23rd that is number 20 oh, just okay, 20 okay, okay. and yeah, then dumb. and then now we got 24 so you got survivor number one New Amsterdam these are all catching up these started a week late so they're they're like two or three episodes yeah. behind celebrity wheel of fortunes rolling in there Goldberg's blue bloods fucking huge premiere seven million plus a win or six million plus Blue a Bloods? Win. It's a cop show. Oh yeah. Tom yeah. Skerritt or whatever the fuck. Tom Skerritt isn't that? No, or Tom Selleck. Oh, Tom Selleck. Okay. He's okay. got this great commercial for an insurance where he's he wants you to get a home loan. It's like a weird home loan. But the tone of the commercial is like, get the goddamn loan already. Really? Really? I yeah. wouldn't it starts out he's like, I wouldn't steer you wrong. Yeah. It's yeah. legit, but it's just like, well, you just goddamn sign the mortgage. paper. Yeah, it's a reverse mortgage they're doing. Um, God, this world is just pawning off everything. Just the consumerism of it all. Uh, you know, it's just, uh, we could be at the beginning. This could be a mega pandemic that kills off 200 million people. So here we go. October 4th, 1993. God, October 4th. Yeah, I would have been working. Uh, yeah, I was, I remember this time period. I will see what was on TV in here. My career. Young in my career at this point. And, and flimsy in a lot of ways. We got day kinda one. Kind of weak. What was day one? It was flimsy. Oh, okay. It was just like a news magazine show. That was probably like a 60 minutes ripoff day one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's today's news. We're doing yeah. it every day. And then we had Dolphins beating the Redskins 17 to 10 on Monday Night Football, October uh, 4th, 1993. Rich Gannon. Rich Gannon was a quarterback for the Redskins that, that game, if I'm not mistaken. I liked Rich, Rich Gannon, Gannon as a kid. Uh, Rich Gannon drafted by the Vikings, and they, they couldn't really develop him. And he, uh, I don't know if they cut him. or I think when Green came in, he was one of the guys he got rid of. He, he wasn't a Green guy, you know. He wasn't a Green guy? You know, yeah. He, but what he, I'll put on for this, for while we go through the history and the things, is I have the White Sox played the Blue Jays in the ALCS. I remember, I remember that. And as the White Sox being in the playoffs, they're currently down 0-2. I'm not a Sox fan, but I don't want them to get dusted. I'd like them to be competitive. Absolutely. Um, is there a team you hate, but you still don't mind that they do well? Would you consider like the Bears that maybe you're like, I don't like them, but like whatever. Yeah, yeah, I'll just kind of I'll, I'll cheer for a team sometimes because yeah, you I don't will. like the Red Sox. You Ugh. don't like the Dodgers. You won't watch the Dodgers. I, had I, I Dodgers. actually watched a little bit of Dodgers Giants. I uh, watched a little bit of that playoff series. Had a few drinks and they just took it easy. You know. Oh, look, we got some fucking mad Star Trek here. Yeah. Oh, this is Deep Space Nine. I always thought she was very cute. <laughs> Trying to find where he's got this baseball game. 
Jason Beret. Beret was a good pitch. They had a good pitching staff. I think staff. the Cubs had him at some point. Uh, at the end of his career. Greg Gumbel. Is that Just fucking Cott. Joe Theismann? No, no, it's Jim Cotton. We had the comment this past weekend about okay. 40 acres. I mean, he was old then. But you look at him, he's younger look there. Look at Greg Gumbel looking yeah. fucking identical to what he does now. Well, he's a little more heavy now, I think. Uh, he's got Chicago roots. I think he went to the lab school. What's that? Uh, the lab school was the uh, like that uh, elite private school in Todd Stalin. They turn you from a, a Labrador into no, a human? No, no. It, it's in uh, it's at University of Chicago. W. Kamal Bell went to high school there. It's very much kind of an elite high school. One of the, There's basically three truly good private high schools. It's the Latin School, Francis Parker, and Lab School. The Lab School in, uh, in Hyde Park is like, you know, it, it's, uh, it's where the smart kids go. You know, God, this fucking... Blue Jay team had beaten the A's in 92. That was the baton being passed. The A's were not a dominant team anymore when they lost the Blue Jays in 92. So we had Desmond's Channel 4. I love how they throw these rogue channels in here. Yeah. How you have fucking Channel 4. Do you remember Channel 4 at all? Yeah, it was NBC in the D.C. area. Uh, But I wonder what that is. Like, what the fuck? But I think that's maybe just where they do syndicated stuff. What's weird when I watch these games is I was still I was 24 years old, so I was still kind of young. Where these guys were like two, three, four years older than me, and they looked older than me. I thought, like, wow, these are like men, and I'm just this 24 so, year old. On October 5th, Bruce Jenner and Harry Belafonte debuted in their first dramatic roles in NBC TV's Gambling's White Tiger. Wow, I have no memory of that whatsoever. None. I think I got it here. Wow. I mean, some of these things they throw against the wall, hoping it's successful. It's such a, oh, I don't, oh, it's so gross. <laughs> what? Just a, hey, we'll put you in this show. Yeah, we'll but that have was the start and, of it. You know? <laughs> that was the beginning. Well, I mean, th- I mean that, that, that's what television is, obviously. It's a, a scrap heap of just bad shows, thousands of bad shows. All starting with like enthusiasm and energy and trying to make it good and then realizing, holy shit, it's not. Dude, Wendy's was fucking king. To get one. Well, it's back, so now you can just be yourself. Did they say Dude, the bro? Monterey Ranch was big? Yeah, oh yeah. That was a breakthrough. Sales rep. The country gives me the creeps, but I came out here to tell Dan about Hey, it gives me the creeps, you know? What I'm kind sure. of slick talking dude lives at? Should we move to fucking Hempstead? Well, I'm sure and this I is like fucking talk like this. These are New York people who had money. New York boomers finally had enough money to get out of the city. They want to move into like Greenwich. They want to move into Westchester County. They want to move into Bergen County. Maybe even a little further than that. You know, they, they got a couple kids. The kids are nine and eleven. You know, hey, we got to get to a little better schools and. We're going to get him out there. That, that, that's why I think it's, it's geared towards. Here's George Foreman doing ads. Oh, I mean, that ain't not, to me, George Foreman is ads. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> this week, fucking Beverly Hills began. Beverly Hills 90210. Oh, that, I, I mean, you know, I, I actually, because I was in college, I never really watched. I knew of it because it was people kind of of my loose age group. But I didn't watch it because I was busy out going going out at night, man. I, I wanted to engage with people, man. I wanted, I was a social being. Joey Cora, Tim Raines, Frank Thomas, Robin Ventura, Ellis Burks. Is that Darren Jackson, Lance yep, DJ, Johnson, Ron Karkovice? Ron Karkovice, Karko. And is that Craig Grayback batting ninth? 
No, that's Ozzy Gian. Oh, it's Gian. Wow. Wow. Game, Frank Thomas is back at first base. And in the number three slot, Robin Ventura, the cleanup hitter at third. Ellis Burks is in 1983 NBC premieres a true life drama, Adam, based on John Walsh's son. Do you uh, remember I'm, watching that? Uh, Daniel K. Trevante was Adam. He's like, he's, that's the big ad. Adam. That's where I got it. You know. I got I got these on fucking call here. Henderson we'll go side by side. White with this. Carter. Look at that lineup. The t- the Blue Jays had. Oh, that dude, lineup was unbeatable. I didn't realize. Here's how. Here's what shows my age. I zero do not remember Roberto Alomar. Oh, he was great. Uh, I, I, he's a Baltimore Oriole in my head. Yeah, yeah. No, he was traded from the Padres to the Blue Jays. Uh, Blue Jays took advantage of the Padres. They traded Tony Fernandez and. And who else for Joe Carter and Roberto Alomar? It was Tony Fernandez and uh, Fred McGriff. A- and they got Joe Carter, I believe, and uh, and Roberto Alomar. And they actually took them. Because McGriff was a good player. But Carter Carter won the World Series this year. Stottlemyre pitched for the A's in 95. He's Mel Stottlemyre's uh, uh, kid. You know, well, Mel Stottlemyre, who was a pitching him. coach of the Yankees for many years. Mel Stottlemyre. And so Todd Stottlemyer. I don't remember. I who Tim Tashita? Hmm? Was that? No. I'm looking at the umps. I'm trying to fucking oh, yeah, recognize I if no. I see any Joe West or anything like no, that. Man, I mean, it's, I, it's this is 28 fucking years ago, man. It's I. He, 1988. He, NBC God. premieres the telebiopic Winnie, starring Meredith Baxter Burney and based on the life of Guiana. So she was this lady who was put in a, a retarded hospital early, and she got not retarded enough to like write a book. But it was back when they treated them like they were, like it was a disease. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like she was institutionalized as a legit mentally retarded person. And that's the reason why the state should not put any money for mental health facilities and should instead let people be on the streets. That's what should happen. Let Hey, hey, it was their own personal choice. They want to live there. Let them live on the street. You know, yes, yes. That, that, that's, I didn't per, that. that's a perfect. No, that, that's the I voice know. of, a, of a, the voice of not reason. Yeah. Well, but of what's a dominant uh, mode of thought in our culture. John Alrud this year almost batted 400. He was batting 380 with like two weeks left in the season or something. I mean, he he had a truly epic season this year, John Alrude. Still, what I respect about the Sox, though, same uniforms. Oh, yeah. No, no I, 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 absolutely. These were good uniforms. I, I, I mean, these are like, these are solid, you know? This was a smart move. A couple, like four or five years before this, they had the Dan Pasqua and Ivan Calderon uniforms. They were different. They had the number on the thigh. You know, Cora. Cora was a manager and a coach for a while. Oh, yeah. They, they All the game. mediocre players are the best managers. Yeah, absolutely. They understand the game, you know, because they had to do it based on a certain level of guile and intelligence. I'm just letting you know we're right at two hours. It's cool. about it's a five minutes from six o'clock. OK, OK. How you feeling? I'm 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 winding down a bit. Okay. I think I'm have I calmed down a bit. No, you you're good. This has good. been a f- solid second hour. Good, good. I, I wanted to. Yeah, make it a. Land of the yeah. Lost was a good find. I'm actually happy about that. I think that was a good find. Thank you so much for the suggestion. Yeah, because thanks, that brought Aponte. me back to. <laughs> oh, he, he must. You know, they go after you, and you see he pitched it high there. Now he has to have a breaking pitch low. To see if he strikes him out because he pitched him high there. I, I bet you he goes low and away. Greg Gumble sound almost doesn't. He looks the same, but does not sound the same. Like I feel like he something happened to his throat. I knew he would go. They struck him out. It's like Greg Gumbel went through puberty like five years ago. 
<laughs> when it's time to change, you've got to rearrange. Now, of course, you, we all know. That was post you. You don't remember like Brady Bunch was for well into reruns. Oh, yeah. But I mean, kid, right? but that was like something you watched, man. As a Gen X show was Brady Bunch. As an eight, eight-year-old, nine-year-old, you watch. Everyone knows Brady Bunch. The Hawaii episode. If you're of a certain age group, born in the late 60s, early 70s, you know yourself some Brady Bunch. That That is kids' television, without a doubt. Without a doubt. <laughs> that There's other shows. Too so what do you remember about the early weeks of October 1990? We're going October 4th through the 12th. First week of October 1993. Where's Crocious at? I'm in kindergarten. I remember seeing on the kindergarten board that it was 1993. Yeah, I was uh, Prince. Uh, didn't fucking Queen come out with their last album in '93? No, he he was dead for. But two it was years. posthumous. Maybe I I don't recall it. Uh, but I know in a, it was the first year of me working a career job. I started working on uh, December fourteenth, nineteen ninety two, and it was, I I was less than a year into my job, and there was pretty big work tension at the place I worked at, if I recall. Uh, but I was there, and and I was busy establishing a career, trying to do my job. You know, so I mean, that was comedy very, wasn't there yet. You no, had, no, like, I had real purpose. Just, I hadn't, I hadn't done stand up yet. I had thought about it. It's part of the reason why I moved to Chicago. I knew that there was a comedy tradition in that city. It's part of the reason why I went there. And uh, but I started working at that job. And that was, you know, my very, that, that I'm now writing my script about uh, is that experience working at that job. Because uh, anyway, so I, I was dealing with the issues of uh, housing discrimination in 1993 in Chicago. That was my job. I was assuming fake identities, and that dominated my thought process. That, and I lived in Wicker Park for $215 a month on Damon Avenue above Quimby's bookstore. Damon and Evergreen. And I would go to the Rainbow, and I would go to the Intertown Pub every Friday and Saturday. I got shithoused there. Hell I drank yeah. Oh, beer lot. was cheap, too. It was 75 cents for a beer. I mean, Hell yeah. Well, now at the time that was normal or was that like, damn, this is good. This is a pretty good deal. It was, you know, it wasn't dirt cheap. You know, you, you got a line and Kugels, a bottle of line and Kugels for two bucks. I also feel like though at the time drinking and eating like that was something that like this shouldn't be expensive. Like it shouldn't be a big deal that a beer is 75 cents. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's it was liquid in a cup. There yeah. will never do if someone dropped in and was like, you know, and not too long, this is going to be over a dollar. Would you have been floored? Uh, no, it was two dollars a beer for a line and Kugel, as I said before. And, you know, but getting over three bucks for a pint was like I didn't want to spend five bucks for with a tip. I didn't want to spend five bucks for a beer. That was like, whoa, you're passing a threshold when it's a five dollar beer. So I drank a lot of Schlitz back then, a lot of old Milwaukee back then, like cheap bottled beer. Those were my cheap. I didn't drink Bud or Miller or Miller Light, although I drank some Miller today. Got four minutes left of this clip, so we're easing out naturally. Yeah, absolutely. No, no. So yeah, I'm yeah Ventura. I remember I didn't like this White Sox team because they had dethroned the A's. I this was the last year of two divisions of the of the West and the East. There wasn't there wasn't pre strike too, right? Oh, yes, no, 94 was the strike was that. looming? Yeah, this, oh, yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> you, there was labor you, unrest. You didn't think there was going to be a baseball season. Well, I, I knew that there was some real strife with it. And then 94, they just ended the season. They just didn't have a World Series. You know, they, they, had, they had a lockout. I think it was, no, it, no, it was a lockout versus a strike. And that was led by uh, by Reinsdorf trying to break the union. He tried to break, break the baseball union. So Aponte says Wayne's World won around that time. No, Wayne's World One was ninety two. So, so, uh, but they—that's why Prince Queen was a resurgent. The, yeah, yeah, probably, probably because of the because of the video. That, that's actually Toronto. Look at the that. The Fugitive. The it looks a bit like Chicago. The Fugitive was a big movie that year in ninety three. 
you know. um, Wicker Park dangerous in 93. Yes, I, I absolutely. He Very. said still is, but props Adam legit street cred. Oh, no, I, I lived there for three years from 92 to 95 before I moved out here to chase my dream. But hey, no, you're about I, to sell a show that's going to get hacked up, but that's good shit. I, I, you're going to loan me five grand after you do that. I, I don't want to jinx myself, but I just I'm in a good headspace about it. You know something? If nothing happens, Keith, I know that this is the best thing I've ever done. So yeah. I, for that, there's actually a, I went to a Albu- satisfaction. I went to Albuquerque in 93 through flew TWA before. No, Southwest. Whoa. Southwest. Oh, OK. OK. And I remember that trip. I wouldn't go anywhere without my aunt Jojo. And she they were really angry with me about it. Like I would cry if I got separated from her. Wow. Uh, my uncle. Yeah, it was a big, big deal. I did a lot of weird shit like that where that was the pussy shit I did, like specific shit. Like, well, well you had anxiety. You were six years old. You're allowed my, to have that. I had a right? human blanket. You know, yeah, you, you were. I mean, listen, when in those days, you know, people had their you, you were young. So that was it. We're blue screened. Yes, uh, that was that was the fucking show. <laughs> That's how it ends. You're well, talking, like, I'm going to I'm going to tune over. It's but. cool. It's cool. I like it. How'd you feel about that? Did you have a good time? I did. Absolutely. Always. Man. I'm glad I just calmed it down a little bit. I apologize yeah. for, you know, I, I was getting loud over there and, you know, it's, it's just, I apologize no, it's all good. for that. And I kinda, it spilled over here, but now I'm sober, which actually helps. Yeah. So Well, uh, what else helps is you can follow Crocious on Twitter at Insecure Comic. Absolutely. <clears throat> I am at Keith Pazel everywhere across the board. KeithPazel.com for all the TV League stuff and uh, back episodes. <clears throat> also, this is Keith Pazel on YouTube. Yes. Uh, we will see you next week. We love you. Now how can we announce we are off the air when we are off the air? <laughs>